Warning, the following episode contains major spoilers for Bridgerton. And I guess spoilers for Morbius if you fucking care. Tim would be like, and a one, two, and a razzle-dazzle with the three. <laughs> I'll make fun of you every week for that, even if it gets old. And speaking of getting old, welcome everyone to this episode of Potosaurus. My name is Lou, I just woke up from a nap, and today we have Timber Taft. Hello, Lou, who just woke up from a nap. And uh, Ken. Hello. From the podcast. Hello. Hi, well, how are y'all doing? I'm right. I'm doing. So you don't ever want to answer at once there. It's long. No, when you, How are you when, doing? When you Silence. said, you know, speaking of being old, I just remember that comment of like, oh, you know, this com- this podcast is just a bunch of 30-year-old somethings that are just complaining about their medical problems. I'm like, but Timber's not Timber's not 30 yet. <laughs> uh, actually, Timber's this, like, hmm, go ahead. I, I, I'm, I am as of this year. Oh, yeah. Did you turn 30 already or you turned 30 at the end of the year? No, it already happened. Happened. Uh, okay, several, yeah. I would say Timber's always um, like emotionally been in his thirties. No, he's ever mostly I, like thirty-five or thirty-seven or some shit like that. Like ever since I when I first met Timber, I'm like, "How are you younger than me? You seem so much <laughs> older than me." My weird. wisdom surpasses my years. Like honestly, no, I think it's Timber... just the dad. You have like a dad feel. <laughs> honestly, Timber, when I first saw I you and was like introduced to you, I was just like. He must be older than Kill, because there's no way he's younger than us. Yeah, I mean, I it is true. I feel like I've always been old for my age. <laughs> so you're an old soul. I'm an old soul. Yeah, I've probably been reincarnated several times. How are you guys? Well, I'm happy that you two are good. How are you, Kill? Um, I'm okay. I'm tired. I took a little bit of a nap because I literally just didn't have anything better to do. So I was like, well. Girlfriend's watching Bridgerton, and I've already looked up the ending of it because I was wondering what was going on in this show. No, so so what I do anytime we start something new, if I even vaguely recognize someone, yeah. I start looking them up, and then I'm you, like, "Well, we're on episode about two this with, uh, with uh, Harry Potter," which reminds me, how did yeah. you like the ending of Harry Potter? <laughs> I was happy that it was over, and I'm like, "How did this series have eight movies?" The seventh movie was one of the worst things I've ever seen in my life because it was just pointless. It wasn't even that it was. I would love to say it was bad. It was just like it was like well shot. Yeah. And like the actors did what their best with what they had, but it was so boring because nothing happened in it. It was so was boring. It, was it the seventh movie or the seventh, seventh movie? Like seventh both, but both parts of the seventh 
just the seventh the movie. movie. Just part okay. one of Deathly Hollows, because nothing happened to it. Because literally, well, yeah, nothing because literally like the only the thing that happened was the marriage and what's-his-name dying, and then being like, oh, yeah, we gotta get the Horcruxes, and we only killed, like, three, even though it was seven. Like, most of that movie could have been a montage, but somehow they stretched it out to two and a half hours. So, I don't know. Uh, don't forget, Genie, oh, I love money. you. <laughs> They're saying, but like anything I watch, like I'll start looking up, looking up the actors, and I'm like, well, how many episodes are there? And like, if there's a point in the show where I'm just thinking, like, this is ridiculous, <laughs> absolutely ridiculous going on, how does this end? So I start looking it up. So at least with the characters in Bridgerton, spoilers for Bridgerton season one. <laughs> worried. Spoiler uh, warning. The, the two main characters end up getting married. They like this whole back and forth because the guy was hiding that he didn't want to have. He could, he's like, I can't have children. Well, he really, he just wouldn't because of some petty thing with his father or whatever. Oh. And, like, the girl is stupid, and no one ever explained to her how sex works, and she didn't know that you needed the, the, the baby gravy for that to work. Oh. So, like, kill, yeah. Kill. So it was is, the whole thing. Is this that show that everyone's, like, being disappointed that season two is going to be not less sexual or whatever the fuck? I have no idea. All I know it is it's like, it's like if Downton Abbey had a sex life that's what the show is yeah, yeah but my girlfriend was trying to tell me she's just because and i was asking him like like what I, like I, I knew the ending basically and uh, about like you know because eventually oh she's eventually going to conceive and then everything's be happily ever after because it's a fucking romance novel <laughs> so she's like she's like don't spoil it for me i'm like are you watching this thinking that they're not like this is not going to happen like, or do you really think they're gonna pull a fast one and be like, and then they decided to be childless forever and be happy? I'm like, no, this is not about millennials. This is not about millennials. They're gonna. Can uh, so. I? I really hope that there's gonna be a spoiler bumper before this podcast goes live. So it's just like, warning: the following episode contains major spoilers for Bridgerton. No, no. <laughs> just, cut, just cut that. Just cut that and put that in the front. Yeah, I'll do yep. it like what yep. I did last episode, where I'm like, I'm just gonna copy this, put this, put the the warning in the front, and not edit the actual warning. <laughs> <laughs> just so that people know what they're getting into with this episode. But we've been like hopping di- through different shows. She started watching that. We were watching Euphoria, which I really. I'm very mixed on it. It's too depressing for me to watch. Yeah, I was gonna say, I'm like, wow. Like, even I can't stand Euphoria. I understand it's it's like, oh, it's like good, good writing and that shows the reality of drug usage, but I'm just like, man, I kind of don't need this right now. It might show the reality of, like, how drug usage works. It's just, like, none of this happens to anyone in the amount, like, for it being, like, the neighborhood it's in and, like, the school it is, just the, the way I'm interpreting it, I'm like, how is no one stopping any of what's going on? Like, yeah. how is the main character's mom so, like, not like not present yet still present? Like, if she was actually present, none. I feel like a lot of this wouldn't be happening, especially because she probably would have just like moved the family away from where all the drug stuff is. Like, something would have. There's a lot in there, and then there's just way too much donger. There's way too much nudity and sex for characters who are canonically in the show under eighteen. The actors aren't, but it's just like. But this guy's supposed to be 16, and I have seen his dick a lot of times. This is making me very uncomfortable. <laughs> this is really weird. Like, just because HBO doesn't mean they need to show everything. It's just, it's a bit too much. And, like, some of the stuff in there is just like, yeah, I don't want to... This this is reminding me of shit in high school. I don't remember. I want to think about it ever again. So I'm like, can we please stop watching Euphoria? 
But the whole time we're watching it, I get to sing Zendaya is Michi to my girlfriend, and she just tells me to shut up. Zendaya is Michi. (laughs) (laughs) You know, do you know that video? I do not. Okay, I'll have to send it to you. Remind me about Zendaya is Michi at the end. Zendaya is Michi. I'll I'll put it right here. Zendaya. I probably have this wrong in the spell. I'm sure you spelled it. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck. Zendaya. Okay, that makes more sense. That doesn't make more sense. I can't. M E E C H E E. What Michi. language is this? Michi. What is that language? It's English. It's from the Croods or something? She was in the movie The Croods. Oh, okay. That's Zendaya. Which other Zendaya is there? There's no other Zendaya. I... Look, Zendaya's a name. Are you thinking of Zenyatta? <laughs> no, 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 no. So we got we got Zendaya, the child model and backup dancer, and we have Yeah. Yeah, there's there's more than just Zendaya and the Croods. Name the other one. You just listed one, then said, Yeah, there's more. Who is the oh, yeah. other one? <laughs> Again, we have child model and backup singer from Shake It Up, uh, Zendaya. Who are the other ones? There's Zendaya, uh, which means to give thanks in the language of the show. No, no. <laughs> person. Person. <laughs> There's, uh, let's see, the one from Euphoria. Yep. Uh, is that the same one? <laughs> That is that wait is, is wait she did the crudes? Is that the thing? Yes. Oh, There's okay. There's only one person named Zendaya in Hollywood right now. Oh man. All right. How does that that's pretty lucky that the, is a that mononym taken. Zendaya. I mean that's like getting on the ground floor of like usernames, right? She got Zendaya before anybody else did, and no one else wants to step on the toes. She's not Zendaya underscore 553. Yeah. <laughs> Natest entry in Hollywood. Zendaya, Zendaya Sephiroth 7-7. I mean, I run this so, so, really side comment before I completely get like off track here. <laughs> I run into so many people where their name is just so much amalgamations of stuff, or just has an underscore or whatever. It's like, if the name you want and you are going to be a content creator, requires you to use an additional name or, um, like, numbers, underscores, maybe pick something better that's more unique. Yeah. And then outside of that, another one is, don't pick your name based on someone else's brand. Because then you run to things with, like, Lily Pichu, who tried to sell shirts, but she couldn't sell them or whatever, because it had Pichu Pichu. on it, and she doesn't own the rights to Pichu. So, yeah. That was just a side comment. Just do, just literally pick anything else. You can probably come up with something unique on your own. That'll be pretty good. Like yeah. Tom's before he changed it was I believe twenty five fifty two, which is a reference to Halo. I'm like, that's a bad name. Let's get you a better name. Now you are normal friend Tom. That's a great name. If, There's no one else with that name. If I had and to... now we get to shorten it to NFT. <laughs> yeah. I mean, everybody has to start somewhere. I think my first one was Orin221, and then I realized that was a bad idea. And I changed it. And you it. did Serious Serious. Yeah, you know that one too. And then eventually I found a dictionary and I called myself Timber Taft. <laughs> and here so we if are you today. were to rebrand me, what would my rebranding name be? 
Holly Hunter. Holly Hunter. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I, I, never Hall, went to, I never went to Campbell. <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to think of something that would work with yours. <laughs> Come yeah. back to me. Uh, pass. I guess. I guess I would need to know, like, 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 what, what, what's your thing, Ken? Like, what if if we, if we were to boil you down into a gimmick, where are you? Uh, if, if you were to boil me down into a gimmick, it would be porn obsessed. <laughs> How about sad boy Ken? Sex boy Ken. Sex sad boy, boy. Ken. not sex boy. Sad boy. Sad boy. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't see, know. See, the porn addiction is coming out there. <laughs> yeah, se- to sex not, boy. To not get into your exploits but we only literally know of one canonical time that it's worked for you <laughs> yes i think i think i think i think sex boy would have a hard time passing the twitch regulations yeah so it'd be, oh, um, it'd, be, it'd be sad boy chem with an m i mean we have someone named sax we had sex haver 3000 bosnia who finally got banned their name banned are now sax haver <laughs> it was such a good name and it was spelled s three x i'm like please no one ban this person they're great, and that, that's their name. And then they banned it, and they came back one day. They're like, yeah, my name got banned. I'm like, I fucking knew it was going to happen. <laughs> How much my my check mark can I flex to get it back? It was inevitable. No, Twitch just ruins all the good names. It's like, come on, that's a funny name. That's not even, like, offensive. And if someone got offended by it, I'd be surprised. It's just a good name. What if it's, uh, what if I just use Kim, Kim Dea with an M? <laughs> You mean, I mean, there's already a few Chemdeas. There's the one from here and the one from also Ongaku to you. Yes. They're different. Yeah. Chemdea. What were we talking about? We were talking about Euphoria. And then we went off the okay. rails about Zendaya's Michi. <laughs> Zendaya brought it all all around. Well, Zendaya is Michi, at least. That's so what we know that. You were talking about stuff yeah. that you were watching. It was, what was it? Bridge, oh, Bridgewater? Yeah. Bridge Breaker? I don't fucking know. Um, Bridgerton, Bridgerton? Which I've been calling Thatherton Heights. I've been calling it Thatherton Heights. <laughs> because I keep forgetting what it's called. Did, did we end up on but. Bridgerton because of the Mackinac Bridge getting mentioned? No, no, it was that, something that... Mention, no one mentioned that. <laughs> what is that? Is that thing it's the a, bridge that the connects... Br- yes, it's the, it's the bridge that connects the two no, ends of Michigan. You didn't say the name, and there's no way anyone outside of Michigan would know the name of that. No that one is. would care enough. <laughs> it's, 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 a, it's a substantial bridge. It's a, it's a pretty nice that, bridge. So what what's good about um, Michigan? We got the um, we got this bridge. It's substantial. It's literally it's on like our bridge. license plate. It's our thing. No one That's takes a our sad bridge. state that you live in. <laughs> well, you have a giant arch. You have like the, yeah, the non-French the the de triomphe. Dude, it's the biggest. It's the biggest man-made mo- monument in the United States. What about the Isn't Statue the of Liberty? Monument bigger? That's. I thought, I thought that's what the the arch was known for for being the the biggest man-made monument in the states. I think it's the biggest full metal one, uh, maybe. Um, that might be it, yeah. It might be the, like, you know, made here, because, like, the, the Statue of Liberty was not made in the U.S. Yeah. I think it was just assembled. It is the tallest arch in the world. It is Missouri's tallest accessible building. Some sources consider it the tallest man-made monument in the Western Hemisphere. Ah, oh, there we go. <laughs> Is it actually taller than the Washington Monument? I mean, 
I haven't been to the Washington Monument to to confirm that, but I don't I don't have a sense of scale with any of these things. I've seen so far I've seen the Grand Canyon, which makes everything else tiny, but that's kind of just a given, though. It's a big. Okay, hole. it is. It is like eighty feet taller than the Washington Monument. Awesome. And you gotta take, you gotta take your ruler to that one. Yeah, yeah, my eighty, my eighty foot ruler. <laughs> your eighty foot ruler. <laughs> that is a monument oh, it, of its own. And it is taller than the Statue of Liberty. Yes, yeah, so oh, it, wow. okay. it is the the biggest land mm-hmm. uh, man made monument in, in the United States. I'm thinking with well, that. I don't know if the statue. Of, okay, the let's see. The statue itself is 151 feet from ground to torch. Yeah, it's 305 feet. The arch is 630 feet. Well, there you go. There. Yeah. Fuck you, New York. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> well, I, 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 you got me beat there. Our bridge is the 26th longest, making it not that impressive. However, it is called the Big Mac. So. I'm surprised we McDonald have that never sued us. you. <laughs> it's either the big or the mighty Mac, depending on who you ask. It's okay, you know ours. Do our the license... people in the UP call it the Mighty Mac? <laughs> our license plate yeah, what, has what? a fucking rainbow on it. So I was gonna say, what's the monument in uh, Hawaii besides the volcano? There's no monument in Hawaii. We have King Kamehameha statue, and that's pretty much it. And oh, and Duke Kahanamoku, the person that like stylized surfing in the united states yeah you got some cool stuff from hawaii i was just curious yeah i also got you know these these macadamia nuts you got these nuts yeah but on our license plate it's only just the the rainbow because it's called the (laughs) aloha state i had to do it like you know that's pretty gay yeah no you know, that's why, that was a huge thing. So back in the the early aughts, late 90s and early aughts, our, the UH, the University of Hawaii football team was called the Rainbow Warriors back in the day. Is is this all stemming from that cover of uh, Somewhere Over the Rainbow, or does it go further back than that? Yeah, it goes further back, but it, it, it just so happens to popularize around that time. So, hmm. but... They had to change the name from University Rainbow Warriors to University or University of Hawaii Warriors because of the fact that people were just really stupid and just thought that all of our players were gay because there was just the rainbow part of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that and here come the rainbows. Yep. So like, I there's can, like old merch see. with the. Where it has University of UH is what we call it, or shorts in hand. It has the rainbow over, over, overarching the U. So, but yeah, rainbow U. Yeah, I, I see. So, what about your bridge, Timber? <laughs> you just so happen to have to bring it up. <laughs> I well, it's all because of Bridgerton. That's how we ended up here. Um... So you in, went universally. <laughs> I thought <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I thought we ended up at Bridgerton. Look, it, it became a cyclical thing where <laughs> I thought I thought the bridge started the Bridgerton, but that wasn't true. So we started the bridge from Bridgerton, and now we come full circle back to Bridgerton. 
We might never escape this. What the, what the hell are you guys playing? I have playing? nothing else to say about <laughs> What the hell are you guys playing? <laughs> oh, oh, um, before we move away from things we've been watching, um, I did see something relevant. Morbius. Oh. How was that? Oh, that movie, the movie that's just so amazing to see just fucking plastered. That's another movie amazing to see plastered. I, I, I went and saw it with friends. I... I actually did have a few drinks before so i wouldn't say that i was plastered but it was definitely a fun watch with friends and going in knowing it was going to be bad and having zero expectations um it went someone in my server said that jared leto is a national treasure i'm like the hell he is <laughs> he is a terrible person oh, and i guess spoilers for morbius if you fucking care <laughs> yeah yeah spoilers for morbius first thing i'll note um, the first, like, five minutes of it are almost, almost a shot-for-shot shot reference to Jurassic Park, weirdly enough. <laughs> starting, yeah, like, starting off, you're like, there's a helicopter coming in, and then they land, and the first you, thing you see is, like, a cane coming out of the helicopter in the middle of a nondescript island jungle. Um, and, and it was all so that they could just have this, this scene where the dude's, like, do you need a doctor? And he's like, I am a doctor. Like, that's the whole, the whole reason that that scene fucking existed. That and to establish the fact that bats didn't seem to really care about him. Um, and then the re the rest of the movie's like a pretty substantial mess. A lot of unmotivated things happen with characters where all of a sudden his best friend is just like, I have no moral grounding and I love killing people. Yeah. Um, I don't you mean doctor? Just, just the doctor? Snap of the fingers. What? The doctor. Not so the doctor's the the doctor Morbius is fine. He I mean he he killed people but he's no, like I mean, the guy, anti hero. The guy that he didn't, he didn't. Was, a, was a doctor, isn't he? He was Doctor Who or whatever the fuck? Uh, oh yeah, yes, yes, he is the doctor. But however, he's not the doctor at the same time. There's literally a part in the movie where they're like where they um <laughs> they show they show this um this image in like a grainy camera and the detectives are looking at it and they see this guy and they immediately go that's not the doctor and i'm just sitting there like no that is the doctor <laughs> because they mean <laughs> dr morbius <laughs> wait who play, who's the actor um oh shoot uh blonde blonde doctor who that doesn't really help there's been like three of them <laughs> The most recent blonde Doctor Who who is That's a man. That's the lady. Um, Matthew. It, start, it starts with an M or some shit like that. Not Matt yeah, Smith, yeah. is it? Matt Smith. No, is it Matt? Yeah, it is Matt or is Smith. Is it David Tennant? He's blonde. No, David David Tennant is not. It's Matt Smith. He's playing the uh, the the technically villain friend, former friend of of Doctor Morbius. Um, who? And this is a Marvel movie, right? Uh, really. yeah it's a sony marvel movie <laughs> okay well it's it's a marvel movie based on a very minor villain character who um i, I guess mass well i don't want to get to the ma massive spoiler because first i have to spoil the scene that just completely de like destroyed the rest of this movie it, I, i'm not even sure it might have been was in the, the trailer scene no, it's a scene where Dr. Morbius decided he was going to go and um, acquire a lab from a uh, a bunch of criminals who were using a, were hiding a meth lab. So he goes in 
He's basically like, you're going to give me all the sciencey stuff, and we're going to be totally fine. So obviously they're upset about this. So the guy goes up to him, ready to like punch him. He grabs his fist, and then he just goes like, "Let me introduce you to the phalanges." And then he like starts methodically breaking this guy's fingers before getting to the pinky and being like, "And this is the stinky pinky." And then <laughs> breaks breaks the last finger, um, and that just set the tone for the rest of the movie of just like okay this is where this is this is the writing we're gonna get um right next to the cops finding a whole bunch of dead cop bodies and being like killing cops not in my city (laughs) so apparently they're wrong about that (laughs) um i don't know like it is uh, awful on all accounts but it is a hilarious romp of just like accidental humor constantly that it was still entertaining for me the only thing that was kind of odd is at the very end post credit scene big spoilers if you want to see the movie definitely skip this next part um but they set up the vulture somehow getting warped there from the spider-man timeline it makes no sense it makes no fucking sense none none at all because that's not how the spell worked (laughs) Yeah, so he's he's just there now, and they they randomly have a shot where like Doctor Morbius is riding his motorcycle, and he just encounters Vulture in the middle of the the wastes, and oh, and Vulture's way, just like. By the way, all the scenes of you know like hey we should meet up Doc and oh nice to meet you Mister Doctor Morbius of, of of Vulture doing that that's not in the fucking movie. <laughs> um. So is this. So is this all just like Sony trying to make their own Spider-Man universe right now? Yeah, yeah, it's it's that's, that's what mm, Sony's so, been trying to do for the past ten years. Yeah, okay, that, that, like, I don't know any of these characters, like Vulture and oh, yeah. Doctor Morbius. I've no, I've no idea who they are. Yeah, this no this clue. final meetup was literally Vulture being like, "Hey, so I was fighting this Spider-Man guy, and he kind of sucks. You in?" And Morbius is like, eh, "What the fu- what the fuck? Sure." I'll he's, just I'll just join no, you. He no, has his, no. Spider-Man like, wasn't hey, even in this fucking movie. <laughs> the whole thing was you guys you, me and you should come to uh, group together and do some good. And then he goes interesting. And that's how the movie yeah, fucking yeah. ends. That's how the movie fucking ends. <laughs> that's it. That's it. So that it's also that they can contrive a reason why Dr. Morbius a for an anti-hero in his actual like respective comic would just randomly be on the Sinister Six instead. Like it's it's not even canon with his his character arc. So there, here we are. Um, fun watch, terrible movie. <laughs> I feel like that's most comic book movies. People can tell me up and down that they have gotten better, but I really don't feel like they have. They're still all pretty bad. You can watch some good old fine want... fine art, fine um, cinematography <laughs> art, and watch it. Watch Eternals, and then which has the first first MCU sex scene in it, which was really really weird to watch with kids. Hmm. I want to see. I just want to see the Batman movie. It's, oh, that one is really good. You should watch it. I've heard it's both. I... It's as interesting as it is boring. I've heard that it described as I've... that. I've actually seen Batman as well. I almost forgot because Dr. Morbius, like, shot it out of my brain. Just blocked out any enjoyment of a movie theater. Um, there, there, there was kind of, it's, it's this weird thing. Like, I would say, weirdly enough, I had more fun 
watching Dr. Morbius. Batman was not a fun movie. It was, like you said, an interesting one. It's a, it's a, it's basically like a, a detective movie, right? So like it's, it's following the, the, these crime patterns of the, the Riddler. And that's like, that's like what's going on. I would say there, there are some action scenes and they're kind of well done when they're there, but it's very, uh, sporadic. You're, you're not, watching Batman wail on like a billion guys for most of the movie. It's it's more of a character driven like mm. why, why am I Batman? If if you want to play something that is very similar, honestly the Batman Telltale game is fairly similar in I agree. storyline and trope of how the movie is to the point that I originally thought I was like wow, did they take a lot of cues from the Telltale game? <laughs> There might be a twi- there's a twist that <laughs> uh, a certain amount of people of a certain political standing do not like, but that that's that's the fun part. It's really fun to watch. Is it is it political as in me wouldn't like it or the other people? The other one. That's good. Fuck him. It's really, figuratively it, of it's, course it's really ruined it's batman really, for it's really funny <laughs> it's just it's just so funny well i mean al- already um batman even though he is a rich one percenter he is antithetical to what most of those people believe it is a rich person who is using his money and power to um take justice into his own hands for good though yeah Except yeah. for the times that he beats up low criminals who are poor. It's like, you're beating up poor people. Stop. Stop, <laughs> Stop Batman. I will say, anyway, uh, I felt the performance of um, whoever the fuck played the Riddler. Robert um, Pattinson? Oh, Rob, Robert Pattinson? Not Robert Pattinson. No, that was, um, that was Batman. Uh, I forget who, who did it. But he did a really good job. Anytime Riddler was involved, it was pretty you know, entertaining. What's, what's um, really weird? Paul he looked, Dano? Like a, he looked like a fat man or fat version of what's he, his name? Of um, Tuckle Carson, <laughs> like, his, um, I get his that whole out of my mind. <laughs> yeah, he he based the character around the Zodiac Killer, and I really felt that through the movie. Like you can you Wait, really he get based a sense on Ted Cruz. because uh, <laughs> Ted Cruz started. No, not Ted Cruz. <laughs> Wait, do you not know about Ted Cruz being the Zodiac Killer? I I looked that up and now I see it's a meme. But no, I was not familiar with it until just okay, this moment. Okay, I'm surprised. You didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> it's based Paul off like Dano. it's like um, movies like Seven. Okay, because yeah, I want to see it. It sounds it looks interesting, and also it has Robert Pattinson in it. And I'm a millennial, so I have to see it. Oh. Yo, do you have HBO Max? Oh, you have HBO Max because you're watching Euphoria. Yeah. Oh, is it going to be on there soon? It'll be on on the 19th, so you have to wait a couple more weeks. Sweet. Nice. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, I'm going to forget, and I'm going to ask you like in two weeks. You're like, you know that's on there now. I'll be like, oh, now I do. Yeah, yeah I've still got to see Uncharted. That's the next one on my list of probably not good movies you, you, that I still want to see. You don't see. need to watch Uncharted. <laughs> I watched it. <laughs> but but I mean, Spider-Man fair, I mean, it is, wasn't... is fucking... If... If the Uncharted movie wasn't good, at least it was, you know... Enjoyable. Let, let's just say this well, much. Well, no, I, I would had, say at I least it's... A... It, 
Go ahead. At least it captured the feel of the games. Yeah. I I had a much more (laughs) enjoyable time just looking at shit blow up in Uncharted than Morpheus. (laughs) I just turned my brain off and I turned into a five-year-old. Oh, he made the jump. Ah, Oh, the boom. (laughs) Oh, there's the ship. Oh, my God. Is he going to make it? I mean. Yeah, I'm starting to realize that playing Uncharted is just like a pure distilled interactive version of a Michael Bay movie. That's what it was going for. What you talking about? Michael Bay that. movies doesn't star a white man just indiscriminately killing 300 people. Doesn't, doesn't star Shia LaBeouf? I mean, that's what Uncharted is. <laughs> mm-hmm. Famous for Shia LaBeouf? Uncharted has a lot of problems. You're a white guy killing like a bunch of like islanders and there's the guy weed whacking my lawn. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> that, the, that just broke through the fourth wall. I could hear the weed whacker as you were saying it. Do they pay? Do you, do you have a lawn guy? They have lawns in Hawaii. Yeah, I thought it was just a, all a beach. Okay, he. I, I think he can't talk at the moment. Oh, okay. Um, well, this is a perfect opportunity to segue to what this podcast is for. Uh, I would say Told, if I was the uh, host, guys in their thirties complaining about uh, health conditions yep. and being tired. Yeah. Oh my gosh, my knees have been hurt. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I'm not. I'm not kidding. My my knees really do hurt. But that's not what we're going to talk about. Um, what what game? What games have you been playing lately? Guys, they're thirties talking about the media. Basically, Ken currently has to listen to a guy weed whack. So we're gonna. I'm gonna read his comments when he posts them. Uh, what that's have perfect. I been playing? I've been playing a plethora of things. I'll just start with what I've been playing on stream. A plethora. Um, oh god. Well, no, no. I don't know where to start because Ken's going to want to talk to you about it. But anyway, um, at least currently I'm playing Tales of Destiny 2, which is also known as Tales of Eternia. That's been really fun. It's been literally exactly what I wanted. It's a PS1 game. It has some voice acting in it that's kind of kind of weird. Um, it's very straightforward RPG. There's not a lot of extra shit you need to know for it. Not like Star Ocean where you need to have like a fucking degree in business management to understand the skill system. And it's just... It's very, it's enjoyable, which is nice, though, because someone sent me it, and that game cost $300, so I'm really happy I'm enjoying it, because that game cost $300. <laughs> Are you getting your $300 worth? I mean, I paid nothing for it, so I'm just like, thank God, this was not a waste of money for the person who sent it to me, because sometimes I'll get stuff from them, and I'm like, I really hate this game, and then they're like, oh, well, it was expensive, I'm like, sorry, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> this but, was the most expensive bad game I've ever played. I mean that's what Musashi was. That was that was kind of bad. That that game I played too. Musashi was fun up until like the last chapter. There were some annoying bits where like Squaresoft likes to put in a lot of uh mini games. Every company that made RPGs and stuff in PS1 era, they like to throw in mini games that kind of waste time. There are some entails, but they're not like you can fuck them up and you still it's still over. Like at one point there is like okay in both games Tales of Us Tales of Destiny two, and Musashi both have a part where you are on a raft made of logs going downstream and you bear, you have like very little control over it but you need to like make sure you get to the end. In Tales of Destiny two, you just have to like wait it out. Like it's kind of just like a fun interactive cutscene. In Musashi, you can only get hit three times because if you get a, hit a fourth time, you you die. And you have to start over. And it's a very, very long segment with a lot of twists and turns, and the controls are awful, and it is blocks it blocks progress. 
Square Enix loves to do that, and they did that again with the 7 Remake, where you had a bunch of stupid mini-games you had to do that no one liked. That I just don't know why they do that. And, and there's another one in Destiny 2 where I was playing today where you were in a train. I couldn't figure this out. It was basically Densha Dego. Had to learn how to stop a train and deliver letters. But if you fuck up, guess what? You still arrive at the destination and you can just try it again later. <gasps> Funny how that works. How quaint. Whoa. How quaint. That's a really good um, stopgap considering... Like, yeah, you, they can't expect you on, on like, a one-off minigame to be like, all right, mm. be a pro at this new mechanic right now. Like, every time you get on the train and take it to another location in that game, it's a different type of minigame. Like, the first one was delivering letters, and you had to stop the train at the right time. Once you figure it out, it's easy to do. And you, there's four stops along the way, and I haven't really got anything, but I think I've seen to do it several times to get whatever. The second one was throwing bombs at a guy, which... You can, I guess you can get stunned and mess up, but like, it's really hard to mess it up because I, I just sat there, I held the controller in my hand and just like held the X button and let go like at different times and it worked fine. It's like, oh, this is actually enjoyable. Awesome. Is, Perfect. Um, this is exactly what I wanted to play. Awesome. Is it like, um, and I'm trying to remember, I think Eternia was still in the 2D um, RPG format for the Tales series, right? Um, so as far as i know at least um straight up 2d it's fantasia destiny one um eternia yeah i said fantasia in the beginning so there's at least those three and there might be a couple in the earlier ps1 areas that are like that um i think symphonia it was three it was 2d lanes it was like but you could have people yeah but you could have people coming from any direction uh Mm -hmm. some of the handheld ones they would have three lanes or something like that i think tempest had three lanes where you would do that tales of tempest sucks but like you still had that i think vesperia might have introduced uh free running full 3d like you could hold the button and like you could run around in like a circle and then graces i think made full 3d i can't remember i don't know i don't remember when things changed exactly in places but like at least these are like the 2d sprites 2d plane Everyone's on the same low on the same row type of situation. It's really fun. It's simple, but it's fun and it works. Yeah, I remember trying my hand at like I will, I will finally experience the Tales series, and I played a little bit of Fantasia. Thought it was interesting, but um, I don't know. There's there's like a limit to how old I can go with a long form mm-hmm. RPG, where like it just um, this game is Eternia's three discs long. But I'm on disc two at like 15 or 17 hours. Yeah, so it's like, you know, it's a lot of cutscene and like vo- there's voice acting, which takes up a lot of room. That's also big. I don't. Is that the first one in the series? that? Ha- no, I, th- I thought there was some. In- Destiny one might have had some voice lines, but this one's like, I'd say about 30 percent voice acted. Like some important okay. scenes will have voice acting and they have call outs and it's an English dub as well. And there's a lot of anime cutscenes here and there, so nice. You get there's it's it's the first one that has that, which I think would make it easier for a lot of people to play. Ken, are you back? Yes. <laughs> it's like the lawnmower. <laughs> there's there's <laughs> the the looming lawnmower <laughs> being like doo 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 doo. Man, if oh, I have to, get, if we when we move, we're in the process of kind of like trying to find a place to move. We're gonna go look at another house today. We've looked at two, both neither of them panned out. Uh, that second one was a weird one. I could talk about that a little bit if you want later on. Uh, but this next one we're gonna go look at. And like, 
if we have to get a lawnmower, if I do, I'm just going to get a, uh, I should get a shark fin, like the dorsal fin, and put that on the lawnmower while I'm mowing the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to, you want me to, you want me to go to Sapporo and get you a shark? I mean, they just yes. chop it up like that. No, that's, that scares me. I don't, I didn't need, I don't want to see that in person. Just the head? Just, just put it, just put it on the, <laughs> yeah, just attach it to the front of your lawnmower, it's fine. Just a shark head. Oh, it's um, eyes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm just looking at it. So I played that. Um, outside of that, I've been playing Elden Ring. I saw off stream. Uh, I'm done. I think I'm done with the game. I didn't finish it, but I'm just like so over its bullshit. Like it's it started out being the most enjoyable Souls game I think I played. To becoming one of the most bloated unfun experiences i've ever had with souls and like i didn't like souls one or two they just don't click with me i don't especially don't like how two handles things but like i played through all of three i played through the whole first dlc the second dlc i think i like burned out on i got tired of people harassing me online and i liked bloodborne's base content the dlc was too hard for me but it just it went it's just too long i'm like almost 50 hours into the game still have no no end in sight and, like, the difficulty has just spiked to the point where, like, I'll go to areas that I've been before. I'm like, I haven't been here in 20 hours. I should be able to do this now. And I'll just get, like, rushed by two dogs and just, like, gangbanged into the wall and killed and lose all the stuff. And, like, leveling up is at this point costs, like, almost 5,000, no, 50,000 runes. And it's just too much of a grind. Seabass was like, I can tell you where to grind. I'm like, I don't want to do that. I don't want I to grind, yeah. I shouldn't have to do that. Like, I don't mind a little bit, but it's like, I don't, like, if I'm at the point of the game where, like, the difficulty spikes are so bad, and it gets worse from there, and, like, I don't want to grind. If the, it, the it game is gets to the point where it's all grindy late game because it's so difficult and rude and mean, like, that's just not well balanced. The balance for this game's late game is yeah. really, really it, bad it, out the window. It really shocks me that, considering that I believe you spent your first 25 hours having not even done... Um, f fucking Gwyneth, whatever his name is. Um, the fact I hadn't that fought that... any, I hadn't fought any of like the main bosses. Like I beat, yeah. I so did, like, like you, like last week. I didn't know that I or last time I didn't know where Margaret was or whatever. Not Margaret. Um, the other one. Um, Godfrey. Godfrey. Well, so, Godfrey. something like that. Yeah, I didn't know where he was. I went back and killed him. I think it took me one shot. It was like yeah. really close, but like I killed him. But it's and wild then I went to and me. Killed a couple other people. It's wild to me that, yeah, after spending that much time kind of wandering, not knowing where to go, somehow the incidental grind wasn't in itself enough to not get you past this grind hump that you're mm -hmm. on. Like, that and should like, have done the trick if it was properly balanced. The thing people keep bringing up, they're like, well, you can always go do something else. Mike, that's the problem, though. Like, there's at least six areas with bosses where I'm stuck because I can't beat them. Because either my... Because, like, and I'm, like, fighting them... And they're just, like, tearing through me in two hits. And, like, I've been leveling up my health. I've been leveling up my deck. My, um, and, like, so I'm doing an, an intellect build, which it does increase all of your parameters, like your defense, stuff like that. And I've been upgrading my health. I'm like, why am I still being just, like, slaughtered every time I go to a boss where it doesn't feel like any of my grind that I did actually helped? From what so, like, I've Instead of dying in, like, two and a half hits, like, looking at my, how my health bar is, I'm dying in three hits or something like that i'm like so after all this 20 hours from like since last time touching some of these bosses i still can't beat them and they're earlier bosses 
And some people are like, well, that area is optional. How the fuck am I supposed to know that? You don't know what is and isn't optional in the game. Like, there's right. really no way to know because, like, if you're exploring, how would you know it's optional? How the fuck would you know that? There's it's so also, infuriating. There's also so many little things that you just kind of get punished for for no reason. Like, uh, incidentally, um, resting your head on woman lap is a debuff, basically, for the rest of the game, or so I understood. Is it? Yeah, it's not good for you. <laughs> so oh, awesome. Um, yeah, I didn't know either. I, I did. I did the thing because it seemed like you know, it seemed like that's probably what? good. Um, faith builds are apparently OP, which seems like a weird pick, yeah. but okay. Um, and I'm also perplexed by just like there's so many different minor bosses you can find. I'm just like, is there actually like a substantial amount of lore about an Anubis cat? in cave like is the, is, is that a Apparently, really important... there's so much lore just filling videos because when i like post to them like i'm kind of <laughs> getting the point where i'm done someone's like oh push through it it's so good like i played over a hundred hours the lore is so good i'm like i'm gonna be completely honest with you bud i'm glad you're enjoying it but i don't give a single fuck about anything story or lore related in this game because it has not given me a reason to care about it i am not the type that enjoys environmental storytelling it's nice to enhance a narrative there. If that's all there is, that tells me that they do not know how to craft a narrative or a story. And the fact that they let someone else do it, and it's still not good in this game, is so maddening. Well, kill, like you guys I mean, have it's had George three... Railroad Mountain that's making this, and he can't write for shit they... currently. <laughs> just, just at least in the modern age, I'm like, you have had Demon Souls, three Dark Souls games... Sekiro and Bloodborne. You are in your sixth game like this, and only one of them has a narrative that anyone can remember or, you know, like stuck out, and that is Sekiro. And even yeah, then, like, say. you don't get. And, like, that one, it's more of like because the characters you fight, like the enemies, for the most part, are people. So they'll have a cutscene where they talk to you. They're not like big mutated monsters most of the time. Like, you'll fight, like, you know, monkeys or giant snakes, stuff like that, but, like, for the most part, like, you're trying to unravel what happened in a story, and they still can't do that. They can't do that again. That shows that they are good at doing that if it's a single narrative, one character, but when they do the Dark Souls thing, they have no idea what they're fucking doing. And Elden Ring is just Dark Souls 4. It just is. They took Dark Souls, they made the combat better a bit, it's and then Dark they put Souls it in an 3. open world. Again, is what I've been hearing. Um, I would rather play Dark Souls 3 again at this point, like because at least then I'm like, so I know if I go down this path, I know I'm going somewhere, and I know it reaches a boss. The whole, the whole, like, if you're stuck somewhere, you can go do something else. That appeal wears off so quickly, in my opinion. Because I'm like, I just want to make progress. I don't want to keep getting to the, like, you know, midway of an area, end of an area, and be like, well, I can't beat this boss. Guess time to go look somewhere else. No, that's not fun. I would, ra I would rather just get somewhere, beat the boss, clear it, and move on. Like, that's right. where I'm at. I just want to, like, move on. I don't know. I played Dark Souls 1 all the way through. It was fun. I don't really need to do it again, and I'm frankly getting more enjoyment, and honestly, I'm enjoying the parts of the game that were most fascinating to me, just watching lore videos and being like, yep, so here's the here's someone who played the game for the say, hundreds of hours required that's, to that's, understand that's this. Your whole, that's your whole uh, spiel, I think, because you enjoy that deep, deep, sweet lore. I do, I do, but actually playing the game, you don't, like, you don't really get that. Like, unless I sit down and read a novel, I'm not going to get the lore of Dark Souls. Um, yeah. The way that like if if the best way to understand the lore of a game is to go to sources outside of the game to understand it, the game doesn't have good lore. The game like 
hey, you shouldn't have wild. to comb over everything. <laughs> yeah, Breath of, I mean, Breath of the Wild has a terrible story and terrible lore. <laughs> like, it's all inference as well, because Nintendo doesn't want to be like, oh, yeah, this is actually a reference to that. You have to, like, infer that. But, like, with Elden Ring, it's like, I'm reading notes that don't really have anything going on i'm finding pictures stuff like that where it's like this is inter- this could be interesting but like there's still there's one thing that bothers me about from soft games and it's just like no one lives in them that that always has been something that kind of bothered me <laughs> like the closest thing was bloodborne like bloodborne has npcs who live there like they're in houses like but like you can knock on a door like they're still not the best but it's like you can tell people live in this town they're hiding because, like, they're trying to avoid, you know, the, the violent festival of blood that's going on. But no one lives in the world of Dark Souls. No one yeah. lives in the, this the, like, was, the world of Elden Ring. This this would be it's, such a perfect segue into what I was playing. But I did want to also say, um, when it came to... Um, when it came to the Dark Souls lore, like... One thing that really bothered me is how disjointed that delivery is, too. Mm. Like, if you want to know about Knight Artorius and his history, well, you've got the story that's actually probably one of the most well-laid-out things story-wise in Dark Souls because it's a DLC where you, like, actually get cutscenes of Artorius doing shit. Mm. But even if you ignore that, you still don't, like, fully comprehend what happened unless you talk to a cat in a in like the woods that is so far removed from that dlc and artorius himself and you had to go through like four or five iterations of trying to talk to this cat to get to the lines about him that like the odds of you have having actually naturally encountered that are low and it's just like it's not in the same spot it's like if if i wanted to understand artorius's story i have to go halfway across the map just to 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 find the bits to connect the dots uh, some people have fun with that, but for me, it's like that's. By the time I get there, I'll forget Artorius exists. I'm I'm doing other shit by the time I'm on over here, right? Um, I just don't feel like I'm playing their PS One games and older games where like. I feel like technology evolved, but they didn't. They're like you, you know you guys can like do more direct storytelling now, and there's like. Hmm. No, we're still just going to have a random dude in the corner going, oh, there's darkness within you, isn't there? <laughs> and then he just trails off and then dies. <laughs> and that's, uh, that's just all of it all the time. And like that's I, just all they can do. It, the, the irony of this is when I was playing Eternal Ring, and of course the whole time I'm doing this, you know, this is Elden Ring for the PS2 gag, I made a legitimate comment because there's a point when you come out from the cave where there's a village there, and I'm just like, holy shit, they finally did what I've been asking for. There's, like, people living in this godforsaken world, and you could talk Mm. to them, and they're, like, actually doing shit. There's a blacksmith, there's guards trading their posts, there's a guy who gives you a slip to get a weapon from the weapon guy after taking your sword away so that you can instead get a dagger. It's all perfect. Uh, That's that's what I want out of their games. It's like... It just why is it just only roaming enemies and roaming things you can kill? There's no one you can interact with. Like there's the few stray NPCs that are there, but it's like this still doesn't feel like a world where anyone ever lived in it. It's just like yeah, there's like broken down the same three different broken down uh, tents or houses. Like pick pick any any like asset. There's like three versions of all of them, 
uh like which is another big problem with the game everything is just duplicated and repeated ad nauseum so like you just run into another town like there's one town in the game where it's just like these women like dancing around laughing and like unless you do anything they don't aggro you but you can't talk to them you don't know what they're doing there's really no information about what's going on there it's just like oh look they're crazy i'm sure there's a weird lore thing where they're like praising something (laughs) it's like just I just want someone, like, I just want to find a village of people who are just like, yeah, isn't it really fucked up in this world? There's just, like, so much shit we have to hide from all these weird monsters and stuff. There's nothing like that. Like, I just, they never make a world that feels lived in. It just feels like it's always been dead. And I, it just gets old by the, for me, the, like, I'm going to kick Sekiro out because Sekiro doesn't really fit with that. This is the, what? sixth game like that where it's like can you guys do something new can you do something different bringing in george rr martin george railroad martin did not make this better it did not make this any better if anything it's just another horizontal step for both of them and george rr martin sorry railroad martin it's hard to remember and like it feels like neither of them have really come into anything or evolved. It's just like playing the same thing again. Well, I sent you that link, again right? Again. Where where basically the characters' names are fairly similar to fucking Game of Thrones, and it's it's just like Jesus. Oh, I, <laughs> I told my girlfriend about that. She's like, "Oh, which characters?" I'm like, "I don't know. I've never seen Game of Thrones, and I don't know because I don't really give a shit about anyone in this game." Like, if I had a town to protect, or, like, if I started out in a town that I immediately saw them got wiped out or something, it's just always, here, you random person who is somehow special, you, 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 you're definitely not a, a 16-year-old JRPG anime boy who's going to take over the world and rule it or save the world, except you're, like, a 30-year-old man who is gonna get pimples on him, because you, did you know you have to use soap in that game, or else do you start getting gross? Like, it's Which, an actual item you have to use. An Elden Ring? Yeah, you, you'll never know to do it. You get soap, but you need to use soap or else you'll start being covered in, like, boils and pimples and looking disgusting. You have to use soap to clear away any of that. That's actually a thing. You won't notice it. I don't know if it does anything. It probably has some weird, you know, thing like laying your head on that lady's lap type of th- situation. Oh, but yeah. But someone brought probably. it up. Like, I was in my I was in my voice chat, or my um group chat, and I was like, why am I covered in pimples? And I, one of, I think it was copy or someone he's like you have to use soap to clear to cleanse yourself why would you why would anyone notice that <laughs> like it's like a oh, cool oh that's a neat feature but like does it do anything if you don't i mean it's like one of those gear solid things where it's like oh the ice melts neat um but i think uh, also adding on to that with with a little bit more from from software's previous work with eternal ring um, yes, that village I mentioned does does die after the first dungeon. <laughs> so that's all right. They 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 never stop doing the thing that they do in every game, but at least for a fleeting moment, it was alive. I just I feel like they're just doing the same thing over and over way too much. That it's just like why are they getting praise anymore? I still haven't found a single reason the open world was a good choice because like I felt like dark like all the previous games were stronger because they had Cohesive. natural progression. Yeah, I um... like. I would have preferred it to be like open areas, where like you can go, like you know, you get to the next area and you can go, like there's this huge area you can explore. That would have been better, yeah. but like you still had a sense of progression because like I still do not know where the next great lord is. I don't know which is the one I'm supposed to like, who I'm supposed to go after next. I have no idea. 
I apparently beat the third one first, then went back and beat the second major boss, or the first one, whatever, it depends on if you count Margaret as a major boss or not, went back and fought him, then fought the second one, and then I fought the first one after that question mark? I don't know. Don't know. <laughs> I have no idea anymore. Um, I'm going to just segue more into Eternal Ring here just because it's so yeah, tied I mean, we, we to... Can, we, can, we can move on. We can move on from Eternal Ring Impact into that. That's fine. Sure. <laughs> I'm just going to uh, keep yeah. being repetitive. I, I, um... So I, I I played through Eternal Ring uh, recently on stream as a you know it's Elden Ring but Eternal um, kind of gag but the fun the fun part was I actually enjoyed the beginning and end of that game <laughs> and there's a middle chunk that's <laughs> Just not, not so everything great everything in the middle <laughs> yeah like the very beginning starts off like strong in like a B movie way like you come onto the island after your boat guys like <laughs> be careful like, out wait, there B it's... movie is in B tier or like the B movie a B tier B tier not B <laughs> okay <laughs> it's basically the B movie it's like Jerry Seinfeld's the B movie yeah that's that'll be an interesting i don't know how i would shoehorn that in a video <laughs> a turtle ring is the B movie proof um yeah, so like the, the the fisherman that brings you there is like it's dangerous here. Be careful! And then as he's upping his rigging while you walk away, a dragon flies by and, and gobbles him up. Um, there's a lot of like repeated enemies and stuff, but somehow it has this from software magic of making things feel creepy even when you know what's coming. Like, you'll round a bend, and suddenly it's a crab, and the crab's just so in your face that it's basically a jump scare, even though it's a copy-pasted enemy that you've seen, like, a dozen times in the dungeon at this point. Um, but you get to uh, the village I was talking about, which was interesting, with some, like, kind of half-assed voice acting. And then there's this middle part where you're just, like, you, you get past a sleeping dragon, you get past the... oh um, the the poisoned uh cavern canyon which i think you actually saw a bit of kyo um which was mm -hmm. as miserable as it sounds uh the music was great getting poisoned constantly like it's blight town was not but that's just an obsession that from software has at this point for some reason um so you you walk through all this trash you get into some brown caves with brown enemies where these bola flinging monkey sounding orcs start throwing rocks at you through the walls because the game has very shoddy collision detection, another signature of From Software's games, um, to the point where I ended up just having to run past them. I couldn't even fight them because they were hitting me from every direction with no regard for physics. Uh, so I just ran past that. And... Yeah, that's that's kind of the middle section where it's just like I don't remember what happened. It was just like a brown blur. But eventually, you find the girl that's been being mentioned to you constantly by dragons called Layla, and Layla's the last of her her race that all got turned into monsters. And she reveals the big the big special thing about Eternal Ring, which probably separates it from Elden Ring. That the Eternal Ring is not actually a ring you wear. It is instead the a, a magic barrier that's keeping the godchild from destroying the world. So 
um, and and it's slowly falling apart. So you have to go and and help Layla teach this child the meaning that killing people is bad. Um, and, and you we, do that by killing monsters and enemies and stuff. Well, that's that 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 is what you do on your way there. Yes, but he actually learns the lesson because when you first go into where the Eternal Ring is seated, he um, Layla is just like, "What's that? Could it be him?" She she hears the the rumble of like you arriving in the Eternal Ring Sanctuary after collecting all the magical gems to get there, and you then fight your way all the way to the chamber where she was situated. And the first thing you find before opening the big door to the big final boss is Layla's corpse. Because she was killed by the boss in the next chamber thinking it was you. That's that, that's how Layla lived and died. Um, so nice. you go in, you fight the boss. It takes forever because he has a shitload of HP. And then after you successfully kill him, you go through the next door to fight the second boss in a row. No saves, no nothing. It's just a boss rush. <laughs> Um, which is the very angry godchild himself, now upset, thinking that you're the reason Layla died. So then you you, you go through all the things, kill the baby, um, and uh, and GG before um, before the game takes you to the final scene where you see the baby child finding Layla's body, slowly comprehending the fact that she is no longer alive and that that is a thing people can be at which point he immediately becomes a 40 year old man and stares at the camera saying so this is death and there in Finn Finn <laughs> is that so, the character on the box of the game uh no the cam- the the character on the box is uh Kane Morgan which is the character you're playing but never actually see cuz it's first person mm, um gotcha short of like a couple moments there are some really cool moments i would say especially the boss fights are are pretty interesting like there's a the the first boss you fight is this big fish man who has like varied attacks you actually have to like dodge him certain ways uh there's a there's a werewolf that i swear to god could have just been from bloodborne there's a chicken that shoots rainbows Hmm. uh yeah so i don't know it's it's a worth a play, but I understand why it got 50% on Metacritic, because I would say there's probably a good 50% of the game I could have done without. Like, literally just take out that 50% in the middle and just give me the bosses, the beginning, and the end, and it would have been a better game. But I really think FromSoft games are still riding too much on their perceived difficulty, and so, like, nothing else, no one give, like actually will give it a fair criticism for anything else, because, like, well, it's mostly about this no it's not i think if you only focus on the difficulty and like that part of it you miss out on all the other bad stuff the game has games have done and do not get any better from like i i mm. so it just feels like they've been doing that forever with the exception of maybe metal wolf chaos which is their (laughs) weird one out even for like compared to armored core armored core apparently sounds really mean as well sounds one of the one of my one of one of my mods said he got to the end of the game and died and had to restart the game or something oh. or like the end of the game shot it back to the beginning he's like hmm he went back and beat it but i don't know how he did it oh man yeah just like swallowing that horse pill and muscling through um um let's see. yeah the only outside yeah. of that else oh go oh, ahead uh the only other thing i'll mention about eternal rain before we can move on um 
I, I will I will note that there is a moment where you you actually meet a character very easy to miss him because he's not directly in the path moving forward mm. who if you talk to he will literally give you a ring that protects you from poison and he'll basically say go to the tree there are people there who will help you do not go to the forest it is dangerous there which is just like I feel like for some reason, From Software decided this character shouldn't exist in Dark Souls, which probably in, resulted in more enraged people than necessary um, during those early parts of Dark Souls, where it's like, do I go to the Undead Burg? Do I go to the Catacomb? Do I go to get my ass kicked doing any other zone? <laughs> like, um, I don't know, a little guidance wouldn't hurt. I th- I feel like they became come paralyzed with this. Like you said, they're they're riding off the high of the difficulty so hard that I think that they forgot that some of these things that make the game a bit easier are just good design that they've literally mm-hmm. done before and decided to do away with for the sake of difficulty. I like having people tell me where to go or at least give me a hint. It just it really helps out me. And when the game sells much as they do, and they seem to be for everyone at this point, it'd be nice if they actually made them for the people who are buying them. Uh, outside of Elden Ring, just to move away, because I'm going to keep getting angry over here. <laughs> um, I did play one other game to talk about. I haven't played much more Stranger Paradise, so I can't say too much. Um, but I did play the game Ken bought me a while back, uh, Threads of Fate. That was an interesting game. I don't know if I'll play it again anytime soon, because there are two playthroughs of it. But I did enjoy it. Are you still here, Ken? Kenneth yeah. Morgan. Okay, I don't know if you're still here or not. I didn't know if you fell asleep. I um, almost did. <laughs> but yeah, no, I started playing that. Ken found me. It's an old Squaresoft uh, uh, third-person action RPG, kind of. It's yeah. not like... it's. That's basically what it is. Threads of Fate, it's called um, Do Prism in Japanese, which makes more sense because... That's the name of the thing in the game that they never say until near the end of it. Uh, but it has two characters you play as either Mint, who is this goblin-esque, uh, like, moe-looking girl, who is just, like, <laughs> the worst person in the world. We were convinced the entire time, like, me and my chat were convinced we were playing the villain. Like, is this just a villain origin story? Because, like, she doesn't... So most characters, like, when they're terrible people, they kind of have a change of heart or grow or something by the end of the game. Yeah. She doesn't. <laughs> she does not. She starts out, uh, the, she's a princess, she's in line to become the queen, and her sister and everyone else, like, in, like, the royal family, kind of, are like, you know, the, the royal family and their, uh, their servants, stuff like that, the ones that are higher up, basically get her removed from being into the order, um, next, next in line, her little sister takes her place. So, her, she leaves, and is gone for two years, looking for this thing that they just keep calling the whole time in the game the relic it's in brackets bracket relic everyone just says it like that so it's like are they whispering it are they like screaming it like i don't know so she's looking for this thing and she ends up going to this town and running to someone who's been researching it and there's another there's another character rue who is also looking for it i don't know a whole lot about his story because i didn't play as him and you see more like i know what happens but you see more from his perspective and go to different dungeons as him uh, but she's looking for it, going along the way. Someone, some people are helping her out, but she's like, "I'm gonna find this thing and I'm gonna take over the fucking world." That's her plan. And everyone's just like, she talks to everyone who's helping. She's like, "I'm gonna take over the world." And like, is there any way to convince you not not to? She's like, "No." 
Okay. So she keeps looking for it, goes through a bunch of things. They find, like, this character that ends up, like, this little doll thing. You find a bunch of stuff to make it work, and that's the key to open the relic, uh, which is the strongest one in the in the known universe at the time. And she's even in, like, the face of the final boss, she's like, I'm going to take over the world. And he's like, I really can't let you do that. I'm going to do that. And she's like, well, you don't have a body, dumbass. You're just a ghost. <laughs> Things like that happen. She's just rude the whole time. She ends up not getting it. Ends up getting destroyed. Spoilers. Whoa. And at the end of the game, she still hasn't learned anything. She still well, wants yeah, to take she over got the world. Destroyed. She's still a piece of shit. So she's like, I'm going to go find the second strongest thing then, and I'm going to take over the world. And everyone's just like, well, I guess I can't stop you. I'm like, you guys could. You could throw her into, like, people have thrown her into a dungeon and she got out. Just throw her into a better dungeon. But it was a funny game because, like, I was just convinced that we were going to be the bad guys at the end of the game. Because it just felt like that. They never made a sequel, but it would have been nice if there was a sequel about her actually becoming a bad guy. Because she's a piece of shit, goblin character. Just a twist. We stand this goblin queen. Just a twist at the end where, yeah, the big hero party shows up. They're like, we're here to stop you, Mint. It's like, oh, are they, you? They should have. And like, it's very 90s anime because like, there's this one, there's this one uh, witch that you run into. Her hair looks like bread. Looks like just the texture makes it look like she has two baguettes on her back and like two croissants for the front. And she's just like, she's called Fancy Mel. She's like, can't I stop you from doing this? Uh, Mint and Mint's like, no. She's like, well, I guess there's no stopping you then. I'm like, you didn't try. She's like, okay, well, I guess I'll help you on your quest for world domination. Here's what I've learned for about this thing. I'm like, someone's helping her anyway while still telling her not to do it. That's all I got. Sorry. I can't oppose this. Well, if I can't stop you, I guess I'll be complicit. (laughs) And like, there's so many anime tropes. It was a fun game except for um, it's a it has a lot of platforming in it. Yeah. The way the gameplay works is you do melee to build up your MP. Then you use your MP for magic. And that's how she plays. Rue plays differently. Um, it's probably the same general system, but he can transform into monsters and do stuff. So you do that, then you use your magic. Different magic affects other people differently. All that. they Everyone drops either health or uh, MP restore. And then every enemy you beat, you can sell like their, like a like a token of them later for money to buy stuff for upgrades. It's very simple upgrades. And... Some areas are really frustrating because the platforming part, it just seems like the if you don't land in the middle pixel of a place, like you slide off, and that really affects some bosses where like you're trying to run up stuff or you're trying to perfectly platform and you you don't land on the right thing, so you slide off and have to start over and that part got frustrating. And there were a couple bosses too where it's just like balance went out the window. Uh and then I learned that you can just jump in the air and high kick and just like kick the shit out of everybody. It still was hard, but like she has this high kick. That someone at the end of the game when I was playing it was just like, you didn't know that the high kick was her strongest move? I'm like, no, because she's a fucking mage. Why would her strongest move be a high kick when she has magic? But I ran into a boss that you could not use magic on because he immediately countered you. Or if you were near him, he countered you. Or if you were near a wall, he would grab you, throw you into the wall. So you got hit. You got hurt from his throw, and then the wall was electrified, so you also got hurt by that. Luckily, the game had continues built into it, so you got coins that you could come back to where you were, or the beginning of that area, whatever, or the beginning of the boss, with all of your health and, like, so much of your MP. There was, like, bronze, silver, gold, platinum, what? and, like, you either got fourth, half, three-fourths, full, stuff like that. What a bizarre mechanic for an RPG. 
It's but. really weird. And it's like, everyone told me it was like six hours long. That game was like 18 hours long <laughs> for one story. Uh, it, it, but it was fun, but it had like a lot of the same problems Musashi had. Where it's like, the platforming is terrible. And Squaresoft probably shouldn't have tried to focus so much on platforming. Because they did not know what they were doing. They had no idea how to do 3D platforming. Game looks fantastic, though. Visually, it's really nice. But, yeah. It was fun, though. But I was going to play the other story, but then when I found out the game was, like, you know, 12 to 16 hours long instead of six hours for one character, I'm like, yeah, we'll come back to this in a year. <laughs> I'm good for now. Yeah, it looks yeah, interesting. I, 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 I never heard of it, so that's definitely an interesting one. It's kind of niche. There is a, like, Dojin sequel, like, uh, like an unofficial fan-made sequel to the game because they had brought, wanted to make a sequel, but Squaresoft's like, nah. We lost all of our money trying to make Spirits Within, so we're pretty much only greenlighting things that will make money. So, uh, some there's like a, a fan one. I don't know if it ever got translated, but it exists in Japan. This was the one that Ken gave you, right? Had you played it before, Ken? Yes. Nope. Oh, Ken, just... whenever I ask Ken to send me games, unless it's Metal Gear, he's like, I don't know what this thing is you want. <laughs> Take I this. Look, That's I not just, a paltry I just, trash I found. I go to this one... <laughs> this one store and literally just take a picture of anything new and I'm like, you want anything? I'm s- I'm still crying over that copy of Suikoden 2. I'm yeah. still crying because he found it for like under $100 and then it was gone and that game goes for over 300 <laughs> Crying about it. Oh, man. Ken, what did you bought, play? Someone bought that Final Fantasy 7, by the way. That, that was like $3,000. <laughs> someone bought it probably to have it water graded to try and flip it, but no one's going to buy it. Yeah. Same type of person that like invests in crypto and NFTs and tries to convince his wife not to leave him. <laughs> what have I been playing? I've been playing... Well, I've been playing a little bit of Elden Ring as well. Not as much as you guys have. I'm still lost. I, I yeah, went... I mean, I'm still lost myself. Even that. Yeah, I mean, I, I I beat my PS2 copy of it, so I'm good. I need to. Uh, what was it? I I I was grinding on the 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 walkway where you get the maiden, and then I went up, and I'm stuck at this like area where you meet your first magic users. I think it's on that same mm-hmm. road. If you just go more farther up, and oh, so like, did you go? A, there's like a guy go, oh. on a horse. Oh, so you found the the parade of jackasses then? Yeah, 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 yeah. There's Where, a lot of those. I didn't see the mimic though. People, uh, my friend was like, "Hey, be careful when you're going around killing the guys that are on the wall. There's a guy that's l- alone on the wall. Don't hit him because that's a mimic." <laughs> oh, yeah, there's one guy. Um... I ran into one of those. It's a it's a normal like foot soldier zombie dude, but if you hit him, he turns into a gigantic bear. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> but that guy drops an item that helps that lets you um, respec later, so it's worth killing him. Ah. Uh, so yeah, like I'm like, I don't know what level am I? I feel like twenty five, twenty six. But then I'm just like, yeah, I'm bored. I, I there's like nothing. I I don't know where to go. And if I, apparently if I continue down that path, the the boss in that area is something to deal with magic, and I'm like, no, I'm a weeb samurai. I don't do magic. <laughs> so I was like, yeah, I'm not gonna do that. 
besides the that, spells. I... Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Go go go. I was just gonna say the spells in that game look so cool that I, I almost regret that my first character was a warrior weeb thing, but. Yeah. So besides that, I've been. I've been playing. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West. And How's that going for you? It's good. Like I, I really like it. It's. It took a while for me to be like, oh yeah, this is, this is Horizon. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, <laughs> like, is, there, is yep. there more to it than seeing the hair follicles on her skin? Well, no, because you see, the only time you see that is if you do the 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 photograph mode, and I'm just like, normal people aren't gonna see that. No more people aren't gonna <laughs> fucking see that. I don't know why the people are comp- bitching and complaining about that shit, but because women, yeah, because they would like to be misogynistic. Yeah, and I, you know, I just forgot like how diverse the characters are in this game. Because <laughs> like everyone's like run like all the tribes that you meet are like run by an Asian guy, like a fat Asian guy, or like. <laughs> Or a, a dark-skinned uh, lady. And I'm just like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> There's, like, one Why, person hello? that was, like, howly or white. And then just, just, I was just like, oh. And it's, like, it's like the main, like, the main story people. Yeah, they're white. Do you use oh. howly all the time outside of, stra- outside of here? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's a normal thing. <laughs> I, I know, it's just funny. <laughs> it's just, yeah, I, I kept on saying, I was like, yeah, I want, I, want, I want to get Gray and Luna into trouble, and I want to teach them some words that if they ever come here, <laughs> I wonder I Ken comes wanna... to visit. Ken comes to visit here, he's like, there's a lot of hollies here. I'm like, welcome to the mainland? Question. Oh, yeah, and then I said <laughs> hello to every single Asian person. Yeah. You're gonna get me beat up. <laughs> so, but yeah, no, Horizon's pretty good. I I was, you know, I wasn't really involved with the story for Zero Dawn until like late to the latter half, because like up until like the latter half of that story, you don't know what the fuck's mm. going on. <laughs> That's why I have had a problem like getting into it, because I'm like, I really want to know what's going on with with um Aloy. And, yeah. like, why the robots have decided to look like what they do. Yeah. And, like, I don't want anyone to tell me because I'm, like, I'm still insistent that I'm going to get through it at some point. Yeah. But, like, I just don't give a shit up until then. I'm just, like, yeah. really don't so, care about this, like, everything else going on. I think, like, I think it's, like, halfway through the game. Like, once you reach, like, maybe the 50% mark of the story, then you kind of, like, the mystery starts to unravel and stuff like mm-hmm. that. And... In in Forbidden West, obviously, it kind of makes it goes into it saying that you played Zero Dawn, like a lot of things, like like the characters they make references to Zero Dawn a lot, and what happened in Zero Dawn, and basically the end of Zero Dawn is your quest for Forbidden West. So, mm. and I really appreciate that the story is so much better this time around, mostly because they got the ball rolling. And I and I appreciate mm. uh, Zero Dawn for what it did because obviously it's slow. It's an origin. They gotta get all that weed out out of the way. But once the story kind of got rolling, you kind of gripped you. And I do like the fact that right from the get go, it kind of is like, yeah, we have a story. We want to tell something. 
this is it. Granted, it still has that open world BS that some people might find really irritating, but I I, I don't know. I just I I kind of liked it. They have they have like these they included a Metroidvania kind of thing where you're unlocking certain parts of the map with a certain tool that you can unlock later in the game and you can come back for it for more parts and stuff like that because mm-hmm. the whole thing about it is like retooling your weapons and making your own weapons all the shit that you got to get is you have to make it so like the arrows you got to make it so you got to defeat ro- robots to get the shards for the weapons and stuff like that and taking over the we- the robots too like i'm i think i'm at i'm i'm just finished probably the f- part one or act one of the game and i'm gonna get into act two right now so right now and right now it's <laughs> like, a really good it's really good so awesome is there like is it more of the same of horizon it's zero in terms of like mechanically a little bit, uh, more the same mechanically but they add like a little bit more razzle dazzle like oh okay yeah so she has more more powers and stuff like that like literally the the armor and all the gear the gear that you start with is the the strongest gear in zero dawn but then they have gotcha. a lore reason why you're replacing it because after six months of just hard using these weapons its effectiveness ran ran ragged kind of mm. thing so is there a a a, a, a dual wield keyblade moment in the sequel or is it sort of just uh i mean they know? have like various different weaponry this time so like they have like a trap wire thing they have a like a slingshot kind of weaponry they have a thing where it's like i forget what that that game is called where it's kind of like has like those those hooks and it has the ball inside, and you're flinging the ball with the the hook. Oh, lacrosse. The game. It's kind of like a bolo. Like it's not the long version of lacrosse. It's like a very short looking thing. Short lacrosse. Um, yeah. like the little. They do have like short the little. They do have short hoop lacrosse hoop. sticks. If you're talking about that. Yeah, so it's it's kind of like that. Like that weapon is really good, especially for is long like range. The, is it like the thing you use to play fetch with the dog when you don't want to get drool in your hand? Yeah, kind of. It's it's like you, the, you know that stuff <laughs> that you put like a wiffle ball in and you just fling that <laughs> wiffle ball. <laughs> yeah. All right. I have a visual. It's kinda like... <laughs> yeah, and they have like better archery weapons this time around. So they have like a longbow version where like oh, it's the the weaponry is a little bit much more advanced but the wind up takes longer but it does more damage and stuff like that and the 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 monsters the the creatures and the dinosaurs this time look look really really good like everything kind of crossed over from the first game into this game but some of the new creatures that i've met like the the real looking velociraptor ones oh man those look great oh nice so they've evolved from just basically quadruped geth from the first game yeah yeah i mean it's still in there those those dinos are still in there but there's like a velociraptor one and those look really really good all right 
So I, I'm trying to see if I... I don't know if I can finish it by the next cast. But at the rate I'm going, I've been kind of just like... Pl- not plowing. Not bum-fucking. But I'm kind of just making my way through it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not a bum-fuck rate of speed right now, yeah. but... Yeah, it's not a bum-fuck way speed there. But... Besides that, that's pretty much it. I'm like trying to see if I can if I can finish Horizon. I I'm trying to think about what game I should play next. There is a couple ones that I've been putting. Play on Stranger the Paradise. Yeah, I was gonna say I'm gonna probably play Stranger. Because I'll probably start on that here soon. Uh, like go back to that because like I I I not only am I done with Eldering, I took it out of my system, put it in its case, and put it back in the other room, so I cannot be tempted to try and play it again. Yeah, I'll probably do. <laughs> so I'm gonna play Stranger Paradise now. Okay, okay, I'll uh, keep that. That in way my... we can. They'll give us something to talk about in two weeks. Yeah, uh, potential, potentially at Pot- least. Potentially, I'll probably just have started. I, I was also thinking of booting up Triangle Strategy. I bought it, but I never, I never played it yet. Mm. I've been debating on whether that's to gonna play. be a slow burn of a game for you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like hell, it's it's taking me forever to go through Pokemon. But like, then again, I'm doing that the Professor Oak challenge on it, so yeah, you're still working on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I also forgot got... Pokemon Arceus came out. Yeah, I have... like I was looking at stuff. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm like, I've been meaning to play Arceus as well because like the 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 shiny game or the shiny grinding for that game is apparently mm-hmm. really good. So. I keep forgetting, I'm like, I really wanted to play it, then I forgot that one day I was looking at stuff, I'm like, oh yeah, that game came out. What what <laughs> makes a shiny um, grind good, other than the fact that the grind is less? It's easier to do it. It's, it's easier <laughs> okay. to do it. I mean, that's really what it is, like, it's easier to come across things that you want instead of, like, wasting time forever for one. Mm. But I guess, like, you know, we can talk about that Breath of the Wild delay, if you guys want to. I mean, that's... You said it. You said the whole thing. They delayed Breath of the Wild next year. Yep. Uh, Twenty 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 two is is. Did you see the trailer? Or the footage that they? I mean, I didn't see a trailer, but I saw the delay. That that Breath of the Wild. I didn't know they released another trailer. They released footage, and it showed that you know, like the Master Sword is like broken, and Link's hand is all corrupt. And I'm like, oh Oh, man, nah, because he touched too much body or something. I, I have blinders on for that kind of thing, especially when it's been delayed out another but, year. I'm like, but all right, Timber, that's... it's been so long. They might, you know, how many things they changed over the times. I no, I, I I'll be fine. I'm okay. I'll, going, I'll play the game. I'm okay blind. personally going into it without knowing anything that they have leading up to it. Because if they're going to change it anyway or whatever, like if it's like Breath of the Wild, there's almost no story to it. So like, if, what little story might be in the sequel, I would rather just wait to see. Right. That's kind of how I feel with it. Also, I mean, it's nothing Breath of the Wild story. isn't like... Yeah, Bre- Breath of the Wild is not my favorite Zelda game either, so I'm kind of like, meh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. I, Hyrule Warriors. Timber. <laughs> I still Timber. So in the ch- oh, When I was in a chat earlier, I was like, just... Someone was asking, like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh, I was playing Elder Ring, but I'm taking a break because I'm really frustrated with that. I think I'm done. And then someone kept pass-aggressively dot-dot-dotting in between words. They're like, but it's actually not that... What, what, what are you stuck on there trying to give me unsolicited help? I'm like, I don't care. They're like, well, it's 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 kind of like just like Dark Souls with, like, Zelda. I'm like, what... And I'm, like, trying. I don't... I didn't say this because I didn't want to get an argument. I'm like, what is Zelda about this game? I swear to God, if you say it's because it's an open world you can explore, that is not Zelda. That is not what <laughs> Zelda is. There is yeah. nothing about this game that is Zelda. 
if you were compared to Breath of the Wild, that is a negative comparison, in my opinion. So you're saying yeah. it's empty and there's nothing to do but wander around? Yeah, then sure, it's like Zelda. Yeah, it. I I want this open world um, thing to die. Like I, it's it's not that open world is inherent. Okay, actually, let me let me rephrase that. Open world is inherently bad as a concept. Having it mm. be open, like an open area, like what you were describing, with like here's an area mm. and it's fairly open. And then you progress to another area that's fairly open. That's that's what I would call good design. Open world is a buzzword that means making a big space with a lot of copy-pasted assets. Um, that has happened in every iteration of an open world that I've seen, even the best ones. That is how they do them. Um, I f- it, it just feels like a shortcut. We always go on these rants, so I'm not going to delay it. Mm. But that's just... There's my stance. Um, was there more to it than the fact that I got the lead? <laughs> that's, that's really the well, end. I mean, if you didn't, see the trailer, I mean, if you didn't watch the footage, there's nothing more. <laughs> I, figured, I, figured, Sick. I figured you have watched it, Timber, because there's so much lore implementation with it. <laughs> I didn't even do a video on the first Breath of the Wild. Like that, that is how many shits I gave. Uh, I thought, I I'm thought sorry. that's how you and Fangirl bonded, because of the lore. <laughs> well, no, we bonded over general Zelda lore, which Breath of the Wild was a very rich and extravagant reference material for everything that Zelda was. It was kind of like going to a Zelda museum, where you got to see these exhibits of the good things in Zelda... But the museum itself is just an empty space in which these exhibits inhabit, right? Like, it's just, here's here's this cool thing. I'll be like, cool. Let's go to this next cool thing. Oh, my gosh, I can't believe they have that in, the, in, in this museum. That's really cool. Uh, all right, well, that's the end of the museum uh, exhibits. Here's the bathroom. I'm like, this is Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild has uh, a bathroom? Breath of the Wild is the bathroom. That's... It's a it's a fancy bathroom with uh, d- destructible toilets. What kind of museums do you go to? <laughs> I, I, okay, all right. We might we might have gone a little off base from the initial metaphor, but uh, yes. Well. <laughs> uh, I have me never to go to a museum in Michigan if the the, the toilets are destructible. <laughs> I think most public restrooms. That's a fair statement to make. Um, I, I don't think very many public restrooms survive entire days without some level of decimation. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, I did play one other game um, besides besides the one I talked a lot about, which was. Um, Death Stranding. I decided one night that I was going to try and play Death Stranding for right, an hour. Timber, hold on, hold on, hold on. While 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 you're talking about Death Stranding, let me load up on my low roar yep. real fast here. On your right, what? Continue. Low roar. <laughs> that's the that's the artist that <laughs> that Kojima was just like having the man boner throughout Death Stranding with. Oh, that that band. Yeah. Oh, oh, I really okay. hate the music in Death Stranding. I can't get that first. So that I actually enjoyed the music, but that was the first. <laughs> you would. That first song is is like perpetually stuck in my head. Just like 
the whole like don't be so serious and it just keeps looping for like 15 minutes yeah the music is so pretentious in that game and it just so it does not fit the game at all i really i I mean the reason why kojima fell in love with this artist was because he was at a fucking coffee house when he was doing scene locations for it but having experienced it um I'll say this again. I played for an hour. I got far enough to where I lost my bike, picked up some packages, ended up in a cave. Some weird shit happened. Some more weird shit happened. Uh, waded through a river. Uh, you got, you got more the spooky time ghosts. Spooky time ghosts. Yeah. Um, got giant, giant spooky time ghosts, and and then woke up and and got to meet the the Guillermo del Toro. Um, in all his oh, splendor, his skin. His skin. what about what just about skin. the favorite just skin. character? Just the skin of Guillermo del Toro no, it, no, floating it, ominously. It's not, the, it's not him playing himself. It's just his skin. Yeah. Oh man, I didn't even notice. Um, what about the favorite character, Die Hard Man? Die Hard Man. I don't think he's I've the, gotten he, to he's Die the guy Hard. With the mask. If you oh, played wait. an hour, you met him. <laughs> mask, mask, mask. Uh, he's he's the. He looks like a skull. Yeah, it looks like a skull. He's he he's along with the old lady that gives you the mission to go. <laughs> if you played an hour, you met him. <laughs> well, no, no. Uh, let me let me rephrase. When I say I played an hour, I precisely spent an hour in the game, which meant forty five minutes was the intro cutscene. Um, yeah, yeah. Which you met him as soon as you got into the town. <laughs> okay, wait, hold on. Die hard, man. Fuck. I, I I remember the 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 corpse guy get, getter guys that I met and 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 interacted with and that whole thing. <laughs> I didn't play enough to remember Die Hard Man. I'll need to play more so that I can retain my memories of Die Hard Man more 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 intensely. L- this guy. This guy. It almost. It all. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. I don't remember him. I don't remember. He's very he, he, died, he died very easily in my memory, even if he is diehard man. He's like the Colonel Campbell in this game. <laughs> I don't I don't know, man. I don't know. I talked to a lady. A lady like when I got to the base, she yeah. was all like, Hello, welcome to He's 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 like the Secretary of Defense to the president. That, who's okay. the lady? Okay. I was about to do the part where I have to go meet the president, and I have not done that yet. So he's okay, probably <laughs> Yeah. Alright. All right, that explains it. You're about to meet have... the most amazing character, Die Hard Man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Like the mu- the mu- First of all, the music I did feel was fitting, at least for the portion that I played. It probably would be grading later on. Are you playing on PC or PS5? I'm playing on PC with everything maxed out. The game is gorgeous. Um, looking. Are you playing the director's cut or the original release? I believe it's director's cut. Okay, so Ekdysis right, right. and a couple other people did like sponsored streams from this over the weekend, and Ek posted a thing. He's like, "This game sound game would be so much better if the soundtrack was just swapped entirely for ska," and I agree with that. <laughs> like if the soundtrack was ska instead of that pretentious, like shitty indie music, I'd love it. Like whenever I go into like the little base, like you can listen to all the, your music here. I'm like, no, thank you. 
I would like to delete the music from the game, please, because it's bad. Oh, man. I don't know. I thought, considering that the whole the whole sequence in the beginning is, like, there's a waterfall, it's, it's raining acid, I think. Um, it's timefall. It's not acid, it's timefall. Oh, it's, yeah, timefall. it's timefall. It's timefall. Yeah. Um, no, no, no. There's no simple word that you use for something in this game timber no. nothing no, the, is just water it is time fall it yeah, is time you fall can't, you can't there, you there can't, is if if it rains you you grow old that's why they wear that special gear i did see that yeah that was actually really cool i mean that's the whole the whole thing even if this game amounts to like a, a logical inconsistency the way that most things kojima makes do oh man what uh, it's it's a third act <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot it is a lot of very cool ideas on display oh, yeah. already like, like it's like just said, so creative like i said when we when the game first came out in um for ps4 i like i went fucking hard into that game and it's probably one of the granted it has its uh breath of the wild thing and and dark and Elden Ring Elden things Ring. where there's nothing there. That's kind of the point, points. though, right? Yeah, because the world is a barren wasteland. So it, I, it that, makes that sense. I kind of don't mind with with Death Stranding because the whole point is that yeah, the world like the the country's been destroyed by Timefall and everything like that. So like you walking through it, it's kind of like yeah, there's nothing to do but like you're trying to improve things. Like where you you know from the get go. No one's around because humanity is blocked off into special, like you know, certain like corridors, smaller towns, yeah. everywhere else. Like, like okay, I, I can <laughs> forgive this one for being nothing to do because that's literally the problem in the game, like in this but, game's world, yeah. is that there's there's nothing. I kind of like that though, specifically with this game because of the fact that you know, hey, it's just kind of you dealing with, mm. with the the nature of everything that's going around here. It actually like goes that. for the whole you versus the world. It's not there's it's you and the world. That those are the two characters. Yeah. I think what's what's especially impactful from what I've seen so far, um everything about it just feels like especially playing it in this like pandemic slash post pandemic reality, I just feel the character a lot more. Like just this like Yep, so this is the shitty place that I'm in now. I'm yeah, doing my it, job. You're literally becoming an Amazon driver eventually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, it's just... It feels almost too real that it's almost predictive in a way. Um, which, I guess Hideo Kojima is really good at that. Metal Gear did the same thing with their whole... Um, with, with the entire subplot about private like, military private military yeah, pmcs <laughs> thank you i couldn't find i couldn't find the words but um it's a similar thing here to where it was just like yeah we uh we have successfully oopsed the world and now we must unoops it maybe i haven't gotten far enough in it to like because i want to know like do, can do they eventually like explain like how all that came to happen or is yeah. that still like yeah. Okay. They, like, they, I, they, I want to know. They explained like it. It'd be very difficult. Like when I was talking about it originally, it'd be very, very mm. difficult to make a sequel game to this game because of the okay. fact of they tied everything up with a bow fairly nicely. 
I mean, there's some like mysteries that can't be explained, but for the most part, it, it, everything That's... that has a question got answered which is rare for a kojima game <laughs> and like that's nice to have like i don't need every question answered like worlds can still be like and no one ever learned what was go- as long as it wasn't like at some glaring plot holes like they literally never explained how he got shoes like the special shoes that like you know he can hover over things like things like that like plot holes like that but if it's something like we just don't know because there's no way to know like that's fine yeah so also I- I apologize if this is slightly deviating, but just still in the context of Death Stranding, one of my favorite scenes is a part where I feel like Hideo Kojima just opened up a dictionary and he was like, okay, our main character suffers from, mm-hmm, often phobia. Yep. That's a word. <laughs> what is that? It's what often phobia. Often phobia. It's a fear of being touched. It's what the main character has. Um, okay. and, and there's a moment where Guillermo del Toro's skin tells us this, that, ah, often phobia. Yeah, it makes sense. I'm like, it does. I don't, I don't know what that, I speak English. I don't know what that means. I have to look it up. What the well, fuck, Kojima? I mean, I assume like if, because of the, how that world is, if, if something touches you, you most likely will die. <laughs> so I would yeah. assume yeah, it's that a, you it's would a pretty fe- have a it's fear a pretty of that. Fear. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good phobia to have. Yeah, I need so. to get back to that. I like now that the director's cuts out. I just need to grab. It. I think it's like a ten dollar upgrade. Then I can go back because like I bought Mass bought it for me. I started it and like within a week or so, they're like, "Oh, director's cut coming to PC." I'm like, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> wow. Yes. So and, like, like I, I don't know if I'm gonna have to start the game over or not. So I'm gonna wait till like so I'm waiting till I get my Steam Deck because I really want to see how that performs on the Steam Deck. Mm-hmm. So you can go deliver packages on the toilet. Yeah. Or while I'm on the airplane, cause, and then it just dies after two hours. <laughs> it dies after more like ten minutes of trying to run Death Stranding on a goddamn Steam Deck. but <laughs> it, it can work, apparently. That's crazy. That is actually insane. But I have... I, I, one of the most hilarious like articles, news articles that I saw it, it advised to me by Google was somebody just going... The... the the TSA laughed at my Steam Deck when I was trying to ride the plane. <laughs> just like it just had such uh they're picking on me energy. Um largely because oh, the at, Steam look, Deck look is at this fucking nerd carrying yeah. his computer with <laughs> Well it's more like look at this fucking nerd carrying this like two ton brick with a screen on it. <laughs> Cause it's fucking huge. Yeah, see I'm I, I kind of want to do that. I can't wait till like, I get it. And I kind of just want to be like, yeah, I'm going to play, play Death Stranding while I'm not at home. <laughs> I'll play Persona <laughs> 4 Golden on <laughs> Steam Deck <laughs> instead of, you know, my Vita like a normal person would. I mean, I hate to say that its existence is going to make, um, you know, the Switch's posture of an indie really box not. that can play Nintendo games. Like, but people are still going to have the Switch. It's really not, because it's, it's only a certain amount. They're not the amount. same market. It, it's, it's, well, yeah, it's not only that. It's Also, it's only a certain amount of games. I don't think all the games, oh. but a, it's like a good majority chunk. It's not like I'm going to go play fucking Hoonie Pop on this damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> like, the thing with the Steam Deck, though, with, like, it compare, competing with the Switch, they're not because the Steam Deck is the target audience of people who play PC that want it on the go. 
which is yeah. not the same people who buy Nintendo systems. And even like Nintendo being the indie go, go box, it will still have it because of ease of use. Because the Steam Deck is chonky, expensive to get a good model, and not really good for kids. Yeah. So it will really not give Nintendo a run for its money. Because we also have true. to hope that that us that Valve doesn't forget it made it like it did with yep. all of its other products <laughs> up until now. Remember Steam Link and the Steam controller and uh, Steam boxes. Yep. Remember all those things? Or when they were like, "Yeah, we're bringing Steam to consoles," and they did it with one game. Yeah, well, I love that with the, also... with the death of the Steam Link, I had to basically just run a cable to my TV. Super yeah, you can awesome. also play not Final Fantasy fourteen. I don't have a Steam Link. Oh, okay. Yeah, I missed the window on those. Yeah, I tried to buy one in the controller, but uh, I bought it and then it refunded because like we ran out. It's like you guys are dicks. <laughs> Wah, supply chains. What were you saying? Oh, which Ken? I'm sorry. Me, I... GPUs. I've been finding a whole lot of GPUs at my Best Buy right now. Yes, they've finally gone. the 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 crisis is finally over on the GPU market, which is yeah, good. The, but the it took a little. Finally died. <laughs> Yay! At long last, I didn't. I didn't really understand why. I stopped following the trends about GPUs a long time ago after getting my computer sorted out. That didn't stop Google from continuing to send me news about GPUs, assuming that I have been because I spent you know a year constantly refreshing, looking for <laughs> GPUs. It's like you must really love GPUs. We'll give you all the <laughs> GPU news. I'm like, you don't understand. Google, all the, all you don't the understand. ads about the GPUs. We we'll, we'll give it to you. Yeah, clearly you want all of them. <laughs> no, stop. Um, yeah, I think the only other thing that I have to report is um, I, I don't mind letting the cat out of the bag here because by the time this goes up, uh, I'll already be doing the thing. Um, but I'm currently deliberating between either playing a game called Orphan or a game called Darkstone. Darkstone's more of like a Diablo clone with some really interesting musical and aesthetic decisions. And Orphan is like... Is that that PS2 anime game? It is a PS2 anime game, yes. Um, what, what do you mean I thought that you're about to, I thought PS2 you're, anime uh, game? Though? Huh? Oh, 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 from my from my Discord. Yeah, yep, that's the that's the anime game option. Um, I, um... I'm, I thought you were going to be like, and I'm going to officially announce that I'm starting to work on the next uh, TimberTap YouTube video, which will come out in the next three years. I thought you were going to say, oh, by the time this happened, I already proposed. Yeah, I thought it was going to be like one of those, actually. Yeah. That was not the yeah. Part, I guess. Immediately, I was like, oh, you're going to propose to It's happening. Fox. No. Um, so, so yes, I'll, I'll probably be playing one of these games, depending on, on what people vote for. Um, I... I I think they'll be interesting. Have you heard or or played either of these before, Kyo? They're they should be right up your alley. No. They're both RPGs. I've seen Orphan. I have never heard of the other game. Okay, the other one I wouldn't expect because it's not a like a JRPG style thing. But mm. um, it looks likely that Orphan's going to be the winner, um, and I'm okay with that. Both of them seemed like they had just the right level of jank that I'd still get some enjoyment out of them, regardless of their quality. Um, and they didn't seem too long, so. Uh, yeah, I'm surprised you hadn't played it because uh, I was interested if you had any opinions on it. But 
I, oh, I, don't, I mean, I don't really play a lot of anime games. I'm not an anime person, so. But you are an RPG person, and it is an RPG. Yeah, but if it's an if it's based off an anime, I. It, it's a, I, it's I, a, a little anime bit of games a are in their own category. Like, <laughs> it is true. Yeah, it anime is... games are in their own category. Like I don't care what genre the anime game is. If I see it's based on an anime, most often I'm not going to give a shit. That's true. I guess I hadn't realized that it actually had an anime that it was running off of, so mm. I'm missing the context for it, but hopefully that doesn't hinder my enjoyment of it. Um, At least it I know j- of an anime called Orphan. I don't know if it is, but I just assumed that they were related. It, they probably are. The main character looks the same. Um, it, it just seemed interesting. I kept looking at the box, and it looks like Domon Kashu. It looks like Domon Kashu from uh, G Gundam. <laughs> so like, I was just like, every time I look, I'm like, oh, Gundam game? No. Like I the, think only it's... Gun, the only anime I like is Gun. Like I would buy an anime game of would be Gundam, but it would have to be G Gundam. Yes. It, it seemed compelling because the combat system is very unusual. It's sort of a JP, JRPG system, but you target like you basically time your shots, so you shoot these like orbs or or, or attack with your sword or, or defend, and you kind of time your button presses to the enemy's movements. So it's never like a um, you never have full control over what you're doing in like an ARPG, but it's also not entirely turn-based since it's you are still in control of like positional attacking. Uh, so I don't know. It just seemed quirky and novel, which tends to be what attracts me to what games I play, regardless if it's a good idea or not. So we'll see how it goes. I don't like anime. I don't know if you knew that. I just want you to know. This is just for everyone listening. I don't. I might look like I like anime and I'm into crypto and NFTs, but I'm not. Yeah, you look more Nor like a I... guy that's into crypto than NX, uh, NFT than anything else. <laughs> like, if someone looked at me, they're probably like, you like crypto, anime, and probably... Uh... Oh, I just had on the top of my head, or tip my tongue, what I was going to say. Maybe even wrestling or something like that. I look like a dude that's into that <laughs> oh, shit. I'm probably also a stoner. <laughs> Uh, uh, that's another game I'm playing. <laughs> of course you are. But no, I'm, playing I'm not into du- that stuff. I'm playing WWE 2K22, mostly because the GM mode is fucking amazing. Are you enjoying it? Yes, because I am... The the character creation system that they have, the bunch of fucking weebs just made a bunch of Japanese wrestlers, and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to import <laughs> all of them into this game. <laughs> and so, like, the Art. GM mode is basically, yeah, you're, you're controlling an own, your own brand, and then you're going head-to-head against this other brand. And basically, my entire champions were just two Japanese persons run by a Japanese general manager. And took it all the way to the camp. And then by the end, John Cena won the championship. And I was like, of course. Oh, my God. John Cena. <laughs> he even beat John Wendy Cena. from Wendy's. Yeah. You know, Peacemaker. Oh. Boop, 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 boop. 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 Not anymore. Otherwise, we're going to get copyright <laughs> No, no, we'll be fine. No one listens to this. Although I've been getting a lot more emails lately from people because they're like, oh, we noticed your podcast. Mike, am I getting just enough listens on this that they're finally like, hey, time to harass you about stuff? Yeah. One of the first emails <laughs> yeah. I got was um, wanting to get AI cast members that would respond to questions I have naturally. I'm like, do you think we need people to talk? Like, we're already <laughs> at like 
three hours a lot of these times. Like, do you think we need more people on this? No. Another one I got was there's a lot of them. There's so like claim your thing on here for monetization. I'm like I'm I'm okay. But one t- of them was actually put your thing on Amazon podcast. I'm like that one's actually useful. But there's uh, like, it's just all the time for something. Kill kill it's. <laughs> but it, when Timber's not not here, we can use an and Timber you can AI. Fill, you can fill in the space. Yeah, <laughs> just like a hello, a ha ha ha. Very good, Ken. But I mean. Knowing knowing the AI, it's just either going to devolve with me arguing with it, or it's going to be going on some indie bullshit for like 30 minutes, and then me and Kill are just going to be bored out of our fucking minds. I need it's to just... make a special like Steam Deck profile, or um, Stream Deck profile that just has timber quotes that I can hit in like random order for him to be like, and one of them can just be a really long explanation about an indie game but it'll be very vague and never say what the name of the game is so it could literally be anything or like how dude it's, it's like t- 2d now 3d <laughs> I remember it reminds one me time, a lot of temper. yacht club's work temper you you mentioned the game in the beginning of the conversation but i was like doing something else while i was making notes so i missed that and you just went on not saying the title for the game for like 20 minutes and I'm like what the fuck is this game <laughs> oh no uh, I don't know it's something I need to work on because I definitely I, I in, a, in a work context I was I was explaining something uh, to a customer that had called me and they they basically told me Oh, that that was probably the most political correct answer I've ever heard, Mr. President. I was like, I, I don't know how to take that. I don't know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> but I guess I managed to take no stance in that argument, and he appreciated it. Maybe. I don't know. Um, so, wonderful. September, is it your fault that the gas prices are going up? <laughs> It's possible that I may or may not have played a role in the gas prices going up, if they indeed went up, but they might not have. Um, it depends on your perspective, really. Yeah. It just, like, <laughs> for us, it just went the same. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, it's, like, over $4. Oh, boo-hoo. I'm like, yeah, it's, it hasn't reached, like, under, like, $4 in, like, years. I think since it was high school for me, and that's over 10 years already. <laughs> Dude, it's been more than over 10 years. It's been like 15. Oh my god. <laughs> How old are you, Ken? I turned... Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like... I turned, and then Ken died. At the moment like of that sentence. My 10-year anniversary, for, my 10-year graduation anniversary for high school was when I was still in Japan. I'm turning 33 this year. I'm a year younger than you. There we go. <laughs> I'm okay, so you're at 14. We're, it's 15 for me this year. Yeah. It's okay. Like, you know how you everyone kept on saying, like, oh, you know, high school reunions and stuff like that? I can't do that because my high school does not exist. <laughs> I mean, you can still have a reunion. The people still exist, I'm assuming. <laughs> Unless the reason the school ca- doesn't I... exist is the same reason the people are gone. <laughs> I don't know. You, you'd be... Sh- you don't want to go into that yearbook and start playing the Who's Alive game. Uh, I, I only know of, like, I think two people in my year died. One person I did, and I think I know one or two people a year below me. But I think yeah, a quarter of my class is already dead person, at this point. There's only one How many person in that your... I know passed away in my year. 60? One of the, the one guy in mine, it was, like, the year or two after high school. Maybe, like, within three years. It was weird. 
he was in a lot of trouble. Anyway, happy stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go on to question, shall we? <laughs> yeah. Um, let me pull those up. I have questions in my Discord server. Thank everyone for doing that. We had a lot of them this time. Thank you for doing that. Anyone listening that asks questions, I love it when you guys do this. Please do this every week. I appreciate please, that. Please, for the love of God. There, okay. There was no questions please. this this time around that I literally just said, what the fuck does that yep. mean? <laughs> During I am going to start meeting. talking. <laughs> I'm going to start talking about a random indie game if we don't get questions, so you better hurry up. <laughs> Send okay. in those questions. Um First question is from Bakuman. Um, question for Potasaurus. What's the top five of Tales of series? Um, I haven't fin. I don't even know if I've finished five <laughs> Tales games. It's kind of where I'm But at, I'm yeah. going to say for the ones I've played, uh, Vesperia, uh, Eternia, Symphonia, uh, Berseria, Grace's F. Because those are the only ones I can remember that I've actually played and put significant time into. I always forget that I, I beat Grace's F2 because that game like has the worst story in the most bland, flat cast, but the gameplay is so good. The gameplay is so fun. That's the basis for all Modern Tales games. I'm getting a rise soon as well, so I'm going to hopefully try that yeah, one out I'm, and I'm, enjoy that. Getting a little bit of rise? Played, I haven't played Tales series before. I'm the, I'm the wrong person in my podcast to talk about that. I think I... Tales is a series that like everyone knows stuff of, and most people have probably played Symphonia, if any of them. But like, it's still fairly one of the more niche of the main big series. Yeah, and I think that's largely because it doesn't have the greatest driving, like overarching narrative usually, which makes it hard hard sell. I mean, for Final a lot of Fantasy people. doesn't have that either. It like does. the stories are no more deep or or shallow than Final Fantasy. Final Fantasy just has the that was the one that took off here style wise so like everything's compared style to wise for Tales, sure like like ten Tales Symphonia, is very anime yeah Ta Symphonia and Tail whoa what Symphonia and Ten are basically analogs of each other plot wise it's just that mm -hmm. I that Ten had an aesthetic delivery of that concept that I found more appealing it didn't feel as tropey because its designs and, and the way that it approached certain concepts was a lot more out there you know, dealing with uh, the the harvesting of of the world mm -hmm. through through big whale big whale dad creature instead of uh, just God. I, what even was it in Symphonia? Just like a, a more generically god character. Uh, I think Symphonia might have had to do with the world tree because that happens a lot in the sales games. But it was more of um, uh, it was I think staving i'm trying to remember it's been so long i think it was kind of staving off the i had parallel apocalypse, worlds maybe yeah. yeah there's parallel worlds and i think the apocalypse and then a main character who i think was trying to find his origins which is very a very common plot device in the tale series as, as well yeah just as a whole um for my... i think that's like even the because that's even kind of like the plot of eternia like the main character, he's not trying to find his place in the world, but he has something special going on, and I'm in the other world right now, and they're like, you have something special. I'm like, okay, we're doing this. It's fine. <laughs> but I think it's like the, the non-Tales games are a bit more, like Final Fantasy might be a bit more memorable plot-wise because they're all more distinct. Yeah. Yeah, it's a little bit, it just feels, I don't know, a little bit more creative in its execution. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily that the writing is 
better or worse between the two series necessarily. Mm. As far as my ranking, I haven't played that many, but what I have played are the ones that I've played. Um, I liked Vesperia the most, and then it goes Zestaria, or Zestiria, and then Symphonia. Zestaria, yeah. And that's just because those are the three that I played, and for me personally, Symphonia felt a little bit too... A little too tropey and a little bit too dated. Uh, as someone who didn't play mm. it when it first came out, it just doesn't hit the same. That's, I think that's why I'm always like on the fence about like um, recommending that one because like Fatal was asked me today, like, "What are your favorite ones?" I'm like, "I want to recommend Symphonia, but I haven't played it in 15 years. I'm pretty sure I played that my my sophomore junior year of high school. It's like I don't know. Is it still as good as I remember? I don't remember. Like I remember enjoying it, but like, was it actually good or was it good in 2006? Yeah. I think functionally it's not that far off from Vesperia, but there are some quality of life improvements that I enjoyed Vesperia in Vesperia. just has a better cast. Like, my thing is it had a main character who was not a whiny teenager. He wasn't, like, super mature, but, like, he was, I think, maybe 20, 21, which is old for a Tales cat, like, um, main character oh, yeah. at that time. And he had some really cool twists in that story, too. And, like, he just, he didn't... He wasn't out to save the world. He wasn't out to, like, find his destiny. He was just a guy trying to get by and, and help the people in his life, in his town, and stuff like that. Like, he was just, like, one of those dudes. He's like, I will do what I have to by all... Like, he's he does some anti-hero stuff a lot. But, like, the cast was a lot of older characters. There's one child, like, you have a character who's an old man at 33 and stuff like that. They're mostly <laughs> older and a bit more mature. The story is, again, a tale story, but, like... Yeah. No, they are, They talk about Raven all the time. Like, look, it's that old man. He's like, oh, my I bones. Know. Which, which oh, now, I'm like, very free. I'm like, killed. oh, my bones. Oh, my bones. You feel for I know, him, Raven's. <laughs> Raven's actually... It's, well, it's he, he, they're right. When I played it, I'm like, 33 is not old. And he's just... Things he's complaining about. Now I'm 33. I'm, like, almost 33. I'm like, yeah, oh, my bones. My hair's gray. <laughs> Yeah, I want to wear it? a I want to wear a robe everywhere that should be worn right outside of like the shower because that's what he does. Isn't Orin like fifty? Orin's thirty five. You're two years <laughs> away from being Orin. <laughs> that's the thing. Like Orin, they make him. I think the one thing that makes him seem a lot older, not necessarily the gray in his thirties, it's that um. Well, has everyone completed ten before? I uh, yeah. Spoilers for Final Fantasy ten. Yeah. So, like, quick spoiler for 10. The reason why I think he seems older is because he's fucking dead. Yeah. Right. So I think I think that's why, why he just seems a lot older at 35 is because he's dead. He's, he's literally <laughs> dead. So, so in two that years, does age we know. His will to live, his will to live has graded and severely just made him older. Yeah. Like, he's it's literally very, been through hell and back. Yeah. It's very stressful being alive when you're not supposed to be. Hmm. You know, people say presidency ages you, uh, being undead, same. Alright, next question is from Puddin. What do you think about reviewing games before you finish them? I don't oh. think you need to complete a game. I think you need to play a significant amount that you can actually say what was in it. Like, I don't think you can be like, okay, I played an hour of this 50-hour long RPG and this is my review. I feel like your review, your your input, whether or not you, what you didn't like it, is valid because there obviously was something that didn't catch your opinion, but I don't think you can rightfully review it. I do not think you need to see the, the credits roll to review a game. You just need to play enough to make a good, like an informed opinion. Yeah. I I actually have several friends that are in the review game, and 
even if they don't say it out loud, many of them are like, hey, have you have you completed the game that you're about to review? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, just l- let me just play through the game and then do my second playthrough after I've taken the notes so I can really take in the the story so I can then make a video that I have to release in a week to talk about said game. Like, it's not going to fucking happen, man. Like, if like, you I want... I feel comfortable reviewing Elden Ring at 50 hours of playing it with having not beaten the game. I'd feel comfortable with it because i played enough to know how, like, what's going on. It's not like I'm yeah. first hour to... in. I've played enough to know. Yeah, you need, you need to play far enough that the core gameplay loop has revealed itself and the variations that they attempt to put on that gameplay loop are exposed, right? Like you've at least seen a couple variations on what they did with it mm-hmm. over time. If you're invested in a game and that gameplay loop hasn't varied by like the five hour mark, it probably isn't going to. And you can unless, probably safely. Unless it is Nino Kuni, which changes up what kind of game it is every 10 to 15 hours. <laughs> God damn! I didn't even see. I didn't even know. I played about five hours of Nino Kuni, and I was like, "Well." So the gameplay evolves. Like I think it's like a standard RPG, and then you start catching monsters, and they evolve like Pokemon, and I think (laughs) other stuff happens. Like that game keeps adding more systems to it. Xenoblade does it as well. Oh, that's cool and unfortunate because I didn't get far enough to realize that. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, there's the danger of of not. I mean, it's hard to know, right? If a game's going to do yeah, that, you don't know how, how much time do you have to put into a game before you can decide whether or not you like it. How long should you? Like right. for me, if it's an RPG, if it doesn't grasp my attention in ten hours, I'm just I'm out. I just am. Yeah. Personally, I do roll credits on any of the videos that I make, but that's also because I'm going super in depth with like mm-hmm. narrative. And basically, the fact that I play through the whole game is a supplement for the condensed abridging that I'm effectively doing with the videos I'm making. Mm. So, Ken, did you have any input? I I honestly think that you should roll credits personally. Mm. Uh, but obviously it matters if it that's your job or not. Yeah. Well, I think it depends I, like I don't think you need to like I I do disagree on that though because like if you know you like the game like, if you have enough to understand the core mechanics of it, mm. I don't think the story is as important, unless it's, like, such a narrative-heavy game that, like, you need to know the beats are going to be worth it by the end. Like, is this going to pay off? But, like, if it's more gameplay-oriented, I don't think you need to see it, as long as you got that core gameplay loop down and understood. Like, because I, I, I agree to you for with you guys to a point, but I think, like, it, it just really matters. Like, if it's a general, relaxed, casual review of a game kind of like how we do with certain things mm. i think that's fine i think you don't need to really roll credits on a on a game like this like hell like with elden ring i we feel fairly casual on a on a review about elden ring even though none of us have rolled credits on it and probably mm. never will i don't know how far you will go with that with timber but if if it's if it's a actual, if you're doing this for a job, I think it's more important that you roll credits at least once. I think it depends on like the format that you're doing it. If you're doing a quick text review where like it's one of those like one page yeah. things where like you're giving like first impressions with like exactly. a review of what you think from there, I think that's fine to be you know enough yeah. enough to understand. But if you're doing a big feature, yeah, you sure as hell should have seen as much as possible if you're going to do a big feature 
especially a video if you're like we're gonna do a video breaking it down if you have not beaten that yeah. game i don't care what your opinion is and i kind of feel like bad have... because a lo- lately a lot of media the gaming media i'm using quotations there have been doing that where they just don't finish the game and then they feel like they have to give a review on it just so that they could make mm. yeah dates i mean I guess and that, it, that is not also for my, in my opinion, I don't know who, like, I don't, I'm not saying this is what you're saying. I don't put that as, as the fault of the writer and more of the, the fault of the outlet. Cause yeah. like writers only get so much time and they're paid per article. So like, yeah, you're going to play, it's a 50 hour game. You're going to play like 20 hours of it, get your review out so you can move on and get, make your 20 bucks right. on your next article. But this, this also falls to the, to the side of like what I consider the death of the video game reviewer anyway at this stage any game that comes out that has even remotely like a passionate fan base has someone out there who's played through the whole thing and who's doing a dissertation about that game on youtube mm-hmm. so it's decentralized you don't, you don't really need to read an ign or, or kotaku anymore you just need to like find the person that's going to go in depth and show you everything and that's really yeah. it and give their opinion yeah like to i you don't yeah you don't need a professional reviewer you need someone who's played the game long enough to give an opinion and from there you can formulate well is this person's opinion in line with the way i would th- think or feel about this game then that's good enough uh, you don't even need to necessarily hear the person's whole thoughts if they're doing like a thing like i do where it's like here's the whole thing you can watch like 10 minutes of that and be like well uh, that sounded cool. I'm done. I'm gonna go play the game now, right? Or Good or not? I listened to the entire thing of that. I appreciate it, Ken. You get mostly because I know for a fact that I'm never gonna play the game that you're gonna review. Yeah, and that's and that's another thing. Like I, I watch these. I actually consume these kind of things a lot on YouTube just because it's a lot of games that I'm like, well, I'm never gonna play this, but I am entertained to experience this game in like this abridged, condensed way. So I'm not spending 20 hours experiencing it with the time I don't have so like um i don't know that's 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 one of the ways that i use gaming media on youtube personally anyway uh we're what's next next question uh raincore asked if you could be any final fantasy villain who would it be and why i'll go last you know i i think this is just from steve or strangers of paradise but i would love to be jane ultimacia Wait, is that a character in that? No. <laughs> you mean, I was going to say... You, other, you, like Jack, Jack Garland. Oh, Jack Garland. Give, I, I give random names to all the... Ulti- like, oh, Steven Sephiroth. Ah, <laughs> I see. I was like, you didn't want to be Chaos? <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be Jack Garland. No, no because well, someone wants to kill be, you. Yeah, if I want to be any villain... Um, yeah, Kefka, because I actually win. That that's that was one of my thoughts, but I didn't go with them. Kefka, like, if he wasn't a clown, just because, like, he literally said, like, I'm gonna destroy the world because I want to, and then he does. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, yeah, man. N- don't let your dreams be dreams. Just do it. All right, I need to play that game now. <laughs> Timber, what about you? Ah, uh, man, this you is want to be carrot, right? <laughs> I, it's got. I gotta be carrot. Carrots like the. I mean, I, I had an owner, and then I ran away from her. I was free, but then I die, so that's not the greatest choice. Um, eventually. I eventually well, die. Uh, well, yeah, eventually. You know, <laughs> In like the stream where I get killed. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
man, I don't know. Seth, Sephiroth is such a lame answer. Uh, but I mean, I don't, it's Final Fantasy. They're all going to be lame. Yeah, I've only played a handful of Final Fantasy games, and you I don't wanna, know. Final Fantasy twelve. If I'm Final Fantasy twelve, I can be a president. In Final Fantasy ten, I can kill my dad, and then uh, no, you I'll, are the dad. No, you'll be dad. <laughs> You, I, you're a deadbeat dad. Well, actually, no. Dad. Unless you mean Seymour, because he did kill his dad. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking. Well, I mean, Seymour got away with a lot of shit before he went down, and he had Seymour sounds animus. like Winnie the Pooh. Did you know that? He really does. He really does. I don't know if I could live with the fact oh, that I will sound like Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> I don't know if I could live with oh, that. I don't know. I'll. I'll. Yeah, I, I'll just be, I'll just be sin, man. I'll just be a fucking whale. It's fine. <laughs> be a fucking whale. <laughs> what your offspring just spurts all over the fucking place, though. So, I mean, you know, you like they, jizz all over the people at that one battle. So, I don't have to care. That's the thing. Like they have to deal with me. I don't have to deal with shit. Right. Go, oh, go you kill. get reincarnated every other year or so. <laughs> yeah, I just, like, I get to live forever. I got this, like, sick ball of water. I, I basically, like, inspired the existence of Blitzball in a way. Or, or at least I stole the Blitzball Stadium, so it's mine now. I mean, I just... I, every, the world is my oyster, you know? Hmm. Uh, I would kill? be Laguna. I'd be Laguna. Laguna. Yeah. From Final Fantasy VIII. Yeah. Yeah. He's not the villain, but who's a better villain than an absent father that doesn't acknowledge yeah. your existence? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, man. I typed in Laguna a, in Google, too... and it pulled up Laguna Blue, the daughter of I the sea gonna, monster. I, I thought it was going to pull up Laguna Beach, you know, that shitty reality Oh, God. I remember that, too. Yeah, Laguna Beach. <laughs> but, I mean... He's a long-haired himbo with a good battle theme and an absent yeah. father, which makes him a villain. And like, even after meeting his son, he's just like, "Yeah, yeah, you suck." Ah, ah, so you were <laughs> you, you were me all those times. I knew it. All right, see ya, son. <laughs> do, wait, wait, wait. So, son, did you see me doing the? Did you see me yeah, fucking yeah. your mom? Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. How was that? So did you, I do a good job? You, you saw yeah. how fine your mom was. Like Laguna's a himbo, and I love him. So, like, I'm just gonna pick him. No one convince me can convince me otherwise that he's a villain. Not a villain, like he just is. He, he's an absent father. Oh man, that that hits a little bit too close. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Next and of, question. And of course, you can have the fun pronunciation in Japanese of Raguna Rewaru. Yeah, we're not going to do that. <laughs> Speaking of pronunciations, the next question is from Fatal. If you could be any non-villain in Final Fantasy, why is it? Titus, which she's pronounced it. It's actually Titus. The Japanese name is Tida, which would make it Titus because yeah. they would just drop the S. Yeah. So Tida, um, I would not be him. Uh, despite the fact that he is a golden haired himbo, that's not who I would be. He's also not real. Spoilers or <laughs> spoilers for that. God damn. <laughs> He's a dream that. E- Final Fantasy he's, X is not safe dream. with us. I sh- we should just put that at the front of the whole I podcast. Mean, it, at this point, it's like everyone, like if anyone's played a Final Fantasy, most people have played ten. Like I just Either feel like most people our age have played ten. 
And like more more likely, I think the the more time goes on, it's gonna be a lot of people who like ten because most people got into games in the high school with the PS2. I think a lot of that was then because like that's when most people I know they're like, oh, my fond memories of games were the PS2 era. So I just feel like that would be it, and that's just like the one that they re-release all the time. That like everyone kind of knows the story. I know Seven's like that too, but like I feel like with it being voice acted and stuff, it's a lot more memorable for people. But if I could be any non-villain, I would pick... I don't know. There's uh, many, many good options for this. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it's just... I don't like the Final Fantasy characters that much. Just I used to like them more with, when I was in high school. Just pick one with boobs and move on. <laughs> Barrett. Fine, Barrett. Barrett. Pick one with boobs. He's Perfect gotta have, boobs. He's gotta got some moves going on. Yeah. Got a gun for an arm. What does that? What does that arm do? What's that arm doing? What else yeah, can what, we attach to that arm? Doesn't uh-huh. he use it as a lighter at some point? Like I'm pretty sure you could like. Oh, he ha- he puts a lot of work. I think he has like a normal non gun attachment for it. I think in Advent Children he gets a hand maybe. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah, hand. just like a a faux a faux non gun hand. I think it's an an arm that like transforms into a cannon because that makes sense. Yeah. You know, He's it's just funny. Black Mega Man. It, it, it's funny that you say Laguna is for for the villain side because for a non-villain side, I would have picked Laguna. Honestly, Laguna is one of my favorite characters. I like him. Fantasy. I just I would play a game that was about Laguna, um, Kiros, and Ward. I would play yeah. like a prequel about them. Yeah, to the point. This is how much I love Laguna in my senior senior year high school yearbook. I. My my senior quote was from Laguna. I'm gonna lose her. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we paid I... we paid uh, we paid someone uh, thirty dollars for uh, their senior quote to be believe it. So oh my nice. <laughs> you paid someone for it. You mean you didn't just naturally have someone? <laughs> no, nah, because he was like, I don't care about my my senior quote. And I'm like, I bet you. I should I go see 30... what mine was. I don't remember. I... I pay you thirty dollars to put to have it as believe it, and he was like, "Yeah, sure." <laughs> I speak and then with passion he put it from in the all heart. caps. Yeah, that that was my that was my quote. That was my <laughs> quote. Believe it. There was the, believe it. I'm gonna be Hokage. <laughs> Should have been the damn senior quote. <laughs> oh no. Um, we were gonna say dot the bio, but I'm I'm pretty sure my. My Japanese teacher would fucking kill us. <laughs> Timmer, do you have a pick? I do. Is it also Carrot? Is it Oren? <laughs> of course it's Oren. I named myself my username Oren back in the day. I thought he was super duper cool, and he drank sake out of a gallon jug. I mean, my reasons why I liked Oren the first time I played it and my more recent reason I time I played it are very different. <laughs> <laughs> Summer before and after coming out, so like I was gonna say, go on. <laughs> I mean, if if you're you're not into to, into the bar daddies before ten, you will be after. Oh, which reminds me, you know, I gotta take you to this bar in Okinawa. Yeah, Ooh. I wanna go. I wanna go to Okinawa. Yeah, I wanna eat spam musubi. It's an amazing. Well, you, you could come here, and you don't need a passport. <laughs> I've been trying to get convince my girlfriend, Mike. Would you eat this if I made it? She's like, I don't know. I don't want to eat spam. I'm like, but there's nothing wrong with spam. Yeah, like, I'm not asking you eat spam. entire 
like block of spam. It's just part of it. It's like fried rice. I'm like a lot of pork fried rice you've had probably has spam in it. The only thing, the only thing I'll say about Oren is that it, it does get increasingly weird the more I look at him and the more I look at Jeff Goldblum and the more I feel like Jeff Goldblum w- w- is just Oren. But uh, dude, I would if they ever did a movie, I'd, like he wouldn't, he doesn't have the right personality for it, but I'd still let it happen. Yeah, I just sort of just yeah, just you know, um, uh, Titus, uh, mm, this is your story. <laughs> your story uh, uh, finds a way. <laughs> all right um next question from miles uh with sony getting their own version of game pass how do you feel about nintendo's online service and do you think they've been trickling out and how wait hold on with sony getting their own version of game pass how do you feel about nintendo's online service and how they have been trickling out games one to three games every few months nintendo's system like online service i think it's garbage but like it's whatever like i don't I don't have a switch for that. I have I have all my original hardware stuff and EverDrive and stuff to avoid that. Yeah. I don't think it's as good, but it's also significantly cheaper. Here's the thing, like it might see on seem on paper like $50 a year is a lot for that. You what you do is you get on a family plan with eight people and you all pay, pay 10 bucks and then you have access to everything and it's a decent deal for getting that stuff. Don't like how they trickle things out, but like I mean, it's one way to do it. Legacy content for Nintendo, you pretty much, like, you're just gonna have to emulate. Sony's Game Pass, like, we should have probably talked about that, but I think, I don't, we haven't, I haven't really looked at it too much. I feel like it's a bit too expensive, and until I have a game list, I really won't know if it's worth the, worth it or not. The thing is, yeah, well, the thing is, if we did go into it, this would be another 30 minutes, because it would just be us bickering about it. I'll give the long and short of it. As of right now, people are bitching about certain things. But the thing is, this is Sony... Well, A, Sony doesn't need to do this. Sony didn't need Mm. to do this. And the reason why they're doing this is because they got pressured by Microsoft to do this. Mm. That's the whole reason why this this thing fucking exists. Mm. And B, when Game Pass first initially got released, it wasn't like that. It wasn't like how we got Game Pass now. It was really Oh, Game Pass when it came out sucked. Yeah. So it's only been like the past of, year they've really stepped it up. So a lot of people that think that, you know, hey, Sony's going to fucking just go toe to toe with Game Pass. No, it's it's a totally different fucking crowd. The thing is that I would probably mark Sony with this and this is coming from someone who really appreciates the brand is if they do not honor legacy content, it's going to be a very difficult sell for for how this is going to be because i know for a fact that sony is just dipping their water in this and if Mm. they see that the sales aren't doing well they're going to pull the plug from this yeah sony is a mile away sony is not above like dropping something they just dumped a bunch of money into like i'm gonna need to see what games are on there if it's a lot of who gives a shit or like games that were on you know ps plus before for like ps4 games or like you know older ones no ps3 games like it's streaming only which i understand why with it being streaming only for me doesn't appeal to me and yeah. but like they they have like the oh there's gonna be a ton of games but that's split but like split among a lot of systems and how many are being you know yeah. dedicated to which ones like you could and tell me there's 500 games but if it's ps5 ps4 ps3 ps2 ps1 psp there's no vita in there for so, one 
Yeah, and also, it's so. like, which ones are going to be in there? If these games have remasters, re-releases, you're probably not going to get the original versions of them. Yeah. Because they're going to want you to buy the new ones. Are they going to, how long are they going to stay there? Is this going to be at launch there's a ton of games, or are they never going to add anything new? So, like, it's really the just they, like... They, they gave a roundabout way of saying it. So, they said 400 PS4 and PS5 games. That's mm. the, that's the, um, the, the mid-tier version of this. The premium version will have 300 additional games that is from those three eras, or uh, mm. four, four the eras. Three additional it's, it's the PS3, PS1, PS2, and and PSP. Now, mm. granted, I'm pretty sure they are going to wait to see how this folds out before they even start dumping more games mm-hmm. into this. But I... I... With seven, quote unquote seven hundred games, that's still an impressive mm. beginner it, lookout. But I do need to see that list. Once I see that like, list, it will. I be think a that's bit more than Game Pass has on it. Game Pass has a lot less systems to have, but like it rotates a lot. And one thing that um the, the Xbox will still be beating this out at is if you own the game that's older, you can pop it in and download it. Like yeah. if it's compatible with that system, you can just you can if, if you have it, you got it. But if you have anything older than PS4, uh, you can't do that. So like, it's nice to have it, but you're gonna always be locked behind a subscription. Whereas like Microsoft, if you already own it, you you can already do backwards compatibility. So it's it's for a different crowd, a different re- way to do it. I'll just need to see. Yeah, and you know yeah. things, and uh, obviously they Jim Ryan, the the CEO for Sony, did say that you mm-hmm. know as of right now they aren't going to do day and date for their games however yeah. that could change because they're just saying that they're testing the waters with this and if it does well maybe maybe they won't do it but if it does poorly hey maybe to entice more people to do it they might do it or they might just pull the plug there's three different outcomes of how this fucking thing is gonna go i can already see it i can understand but- microsoft doing day and date because they don't have as many first party games or if they do, they do a lot of smaller ones, and they're just trying to get people in the ecosystem on... Because it's also covering PC, yeah. mobile, and Xbox. Like, two generations of Xbox, so, like, the, it, it's better for them to have that on there. Whereas Sony, their games are so expensive to be made, I don't think they could afford to do day and date yeah, with everything. They, they because they have to make that money back. Yeah. Whereas they, Microsoft, they they're okay. Like, Microsoft makes a lot more money outside of gaming. So, like, spending a little bit to lose money there just to get people in, it doesn't matter to them. Yeah, I don't think Sony can have another big failure, really. Yeah, and that and that's where I'm kind of with this right now. Like, you know, I'm kind of lukewarm. I mean, it's good that we have this uh, kind of thing, and mm-hmm. it's very interesting to see how Sony reacted to their quote unquote Game Pass version of this. However, like I said, until I see that list, I can't really properly mm-hmm. judge it. Everyone is just doing really split takes on on this service and comparing it immediately to game pass and i understand i understand that a lot of the comparison is going to be there but it's for two different fucking crowds mm. yeah so to, to like a, to make a short answer long yeah we'll have to wait um micro nintendo is just it's always going to be shitty so like it's there's really not like no, no opinion other than nintendo's gonna nintendo which is a really like defeatist way to look at it but they're literally not going to change anything because even if i say i'm not going to spend the money they're too much of a family company for it to really matter 
because people are always going to get it for their kids and like nintendo's crowd is just always like um this actually is it follows up with the next question we have um from shotgun is nintendo's shit worth it with all the games coming to xbox and ps5 feel like they're not really making anything while their systems are getting elden ring and stranger paradise nintendo is not like you, yeah, you need to not look another, at Nintendo as a competitor. A competitor it's to those not two. An, it's, yeah. not. It's, it's not even. It's not even another. It's another crowd entirely. Like how I'm comparing Game Pass for, for for mm. this new PlayStation thing. It's two different crowds. Nintendo's crowd is a totally different crowd from these two completely. And even with their their online service and how they're rolling out their their older games. Granted, it's like really fucking random ass games, but you know it's there. So I, it's really interesting to see how Nintendo is doing yeah. that. It, it's always going to be subpar, but it's for two different crowds. My my way of looking at how games are right now, I'm sorry I haven't gotten Timber, giving Timber a chance to talk. Yeah, sorry. Um, sorry if, you, Timber. if you remember back during the 90s, Nintendo and Sega always got different stuff. And then like the other little like fringe consoles that came out, they always got different stuff. And then starting PS2 era, they started moving in. Then 360 PS3 Wii era... Aside from, like, Wii, which only got some, 316 PS3 started getting a lot of the same stuff. Same with PS4 and um, um, Xbox One towards the beginning. But towards the end of that generation, I still feel like we're splitting back off. And people that, like, imagine a no-console future, stuff like that, or one console, I think we're splitting back off into three distinct entities again. Where if you're in that ecosystem, like, there always will be the multi-platform games, but, like, if you're into Nintendo stuff, most likely you only want Nintendo stuff or things like that. Like, like, um, like Nintendo's not getting Stranger of Paradise, but like the crowd's not there. That's the crowd that wants uh, that Triangle Strategy, Fire yeah. Emblem. They want stuff like that, and you don't see those games on other systems because they're more for people who want that experience. A lot of like lower key things that are handheld, easy to pick up and play, longer experiences like that that are, um not big um blockbuster action games and then like sony people are really into their artsy fartsy movie style games yeah. so they got a lot of like those that are all like you know god of war horizon to an extent like a lot of them like that that's a niche that it only appeals really to microsoft or to sony people that microsoft's got their more of like the play anywhere um, they got like their shooters. They've been like acquiring more studios with them having Bethesda and then Activision. Like that's going to pull more people there, and it's going to move away from being this big multi-platform industry, uh, like where everyone gets the same stuff to like three distinct entities again. Plus PC, which PC used to like be its own distinct thing, but now it's feeling a bit more like consoles, but with better graphics again. Yeah. I, um, so I don't think Nintendo stuff's worth the money, just like, just to give it, sorry. Uh, I think it's worth it, it, just, is it worth it for you? You need to look at it, is it worth it for you? If it's not, then don't buy it. Then stop buying their stuff. Yeah. Like, if, if and if, if it's a concern of just, like, a general, like, health update on, on each of these companies, like, Nintendo's not going anywhere. Uh, a strong indicator for this, for me, is pretty much any time I've streamed, it doesn't matter what... Like, obviously, I, I do a lot of niche things, but even when I didn't, um, any time it was a Nintendo title, uh, like a main published Nintendo title, that doesn't matter if it was Super Mario 3D World, Breath of the Wild, Odyssey, uh, Mouthful Mode, like, you, you're gonna have... It's it almost always supersedes the viewer account that I would get on literally anything else. Like there's a voracious audience out there of 
Nintendo fans that will gobble up anything Nintendo. Uh, it may have something to do with the age demographic too, but um, they are. Uh, they not, are uh, not really. <laughs> uh, they, All the people they, I know playing Nintendo games are like my age now. Yeah. Now I see a mix. You know, generally the people that pop in tend to be um, surprisingly younger. But it, I think it also depends. Like if it's Mario. It's going to get younger crowd. If it's more like Zelda, you're going to get people our age. Um, Metroid definitely people our age. Um, so it depends. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they have stuff that does appeal. Like, if the, it don't, doesn't appeal to you, I think a lot of people think of it doesn't appeal to me, therefore it's not appealing at all. Which you have to, like, remember, like, there are... Because, I, I mean, I run into this. This isn't, like, something that one person or another gets into. This is how we all kind of do it. But, like, I've realized over time, like, I'm not into Sony games. Do I think that there's zero appeal to it? I don't necessarily see exactly what people see in them. But, like, there's a different, different feel of Sony games. So, like, I understand that the crowd that likes those is going to be hella into it. They're going to be excited the next time another, like, very high-budget movie like cinematic-esque game comes out whereas for me i'm looking forward to the next handheld rpg thing i can go through so like xenoblade 3 coming out really interested in that that's something that's very distinct for a nintendo fan but then like microsoft i really don't care about any of their first party stuff i don't but i have an xbox series x so yeah i mean i was for the longest time a, a mainline pc player and i still never gave a shit about whatever microsoft was doing the the last time i cared about what microsoft did was when they actually still cared about their age of empires franchise because i really enjoyed the kind of the the built-in history lesson of playing through history uh, and even that i don't like playing these days just because a, a single match of age of empires 2 can take like an hour and a half <laughs> so mm. yeah that's good talk i uh yeah so i don't really have there's no other questions but yeah that's kind of how it is like i could go on like honestly the set of questions was really good for the most part like i could sit here and talk about like especially the sony thing i'd like to get more into that but once we actually see a list of games we can talk more about it and like i guess we could you know informally compare the different things but like they're really for different audiences so like yeah just what it's worth for you yep like i said we could it if we were to have a real discussion about this, it would be like 30, 40 minutes. Yeah. I already mm-hmm. know. And it's already did, midnight for Timber, so... It is. I did want to have one last um, comment here, which is just... I, I read something recently that that resonated. Um, I don't even remember exactly where I heard it from, but someone basically broke down a... Um, broke down the types of gamers um, that, that basically there's like three categories of people out there um those that are in it for um for personal achievement which is basically hey this game is challenging therefore beating it is going to be extremely rewarding for me and i take value from overcoming that challenge that's gamer number one gamer number two is what i fall under which is like a novelty gamer someone who's seeking new and fresh experiences out of the games that they're having it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to play through the whole thing but they're going to play enough of it to get a sense of okay this is different this is new this feels fresh and that's good enough for them um and then there's a third category that i think is effectively 
people that are along for a kind of they're in it for the 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 cinematic right for the the kind of interactive movie um of just experiencing a game's um themes and ideas and that's like what's core important to them honestly the third one i'm not i can't recall exactly what the third category was but i did think that um that was an interesting breakdown because it really did showcase it like yeah you know i think i think i can i can it, it starts to make more sense when i look at something like dark souls and i go well i'm not really uh, to me, it's not a novel experience because I played Dark Souls and every other From Software game feels the same. So it doesn't appeal to me at all to go through that again. Um, mm. But to somebody who's in it for the achievement, the challenge of saying, like, I did the next, I got over the next mountain. I got over that next mountain that From Software made. Um, I can see it being really meaningful for them. So I don't know. Does that seem like something that resonates for you guys? Or do you think that the those categories that, are off for you? Uh, I, I mm. wouldn't know where to categorize that for me and kill for for those three out of those three. Yeah, you know, I, I might table that for next. Um, yeah, for next that might podcast be a conversation for next time. See, yeah, see if I can find what that third category was and see if it fits you guys. Make a note for yourself to remember. All right, for Timber Taft's old man notes because he can't remember things. There will be three gamers. There we go. <laughs> three gamers Wait. come to a bar. And... <laughs> but that is all of our questions for the day. And I think everything we got to say or else we're going to keep going. And we've already been recording for like three hours. Yeah. Gamer. Anything else before we move on? Episodes. I love these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> I like them, um, but I don't have to edit them. So it's nice. Yeah. Uh, anything else before we move on to the end? No, nothing on my end. Okay. Uh, well, thank you for listening to this episode of Podosaurus. Uh, Timber, where can people find you? Indeed, you can find me on twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, where I stream on Wednesdays, Thursdays, and Saturdays at 7.15 p.m. Eastern Time, but that might be changing soon, so yeah, check Twitter, uh, where I post on twitter.com slash TimberTaft. Uh, and also on youtube.com slash TimberTaft if you want to see the videos that I make, video essays, along with other random things that I that I do, including music and top tens. What about you, Ken? You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongakudu. I should have a brand new interview going up fairly shortly, so be on the lookout for that. You can check it out at o- ongakutuyu.com where I talk about all the lovely Japanese news and interviews. You can follow me personally at otyken1 on Twitter where I talk about Bang Dream, Ainaiba, Roboko, Herobo, and for for one thing, for April Fool's Day, Bang Dream did a dating sim game, and I, I loved that. I loved it. Hmm. And it was a lesbian dating sim game, so I found Ooh. it hilarious. <laughs> all all lesbians? Yeah, so two of the characters are like semi, almost out of the closet. And then all the characters that you could meet up with in that game was the characters that they kind of have the hots for. 
Where can we find you, Kill? <laughs> you can find me Monday through Friday at twitch.tv slash Hunter at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time, where I play retro games and complain and also remind people to remind me to eat breakfast because I never remember, even though I'm almost 33 fucking years old. I can't remember to eat breakfast every day. Um, outside of that, you can find me on Twitter. <laughs> I have a YouTube channel if you so desire to watch my old videos, but my home away from home is TikTok, where please follow me so I can finally do live videos on there, because you need a thousand followers to do lives for some reason, yep. And I am a bit over 300, and I, yeah, what sucks, someone's like, yeah, you can get a lot of followers, stuff like that, just by doing lives. Then I found out, oh, lives are are gated behind follower count. Nice. So, yeah, follow me on there. Uh, I put stuff on there. Uh, that's where I do a lot more of my weird stuff and little things here and there. Yee. But thank you for listening to this episode of Potosaurus. We will catch you next time. Goodbye. Oren's name is Aaron in Japanese. Goodbye. The fuck, Timber?